0: i Spaces Hello and welcome to The Ether. Today is Monday, September 12th, 2022. Today on The Ether, part two of the two-part C5 space, The Sword versus The Moon. Let's take a listen.
1: Actually, there's 5% of people uh, that actually uh, actually have very little to no enjoyment for music either, which is interesting. Like you wouldn't think those people existed. Like if you really love music, you wouldn't even realize that. Wow, there's a subset of people that don't even have this capability at all. It's really strange to people that like music. Uh, it's very similar to how like some people like don't like chocolate, whereas most of us really like chocolate. Um, that's a very interesting thing. So there's a lot of interesting quirks of human behavior too that like are only you only realize it when you study lots and lots of them in like in a sociology type of situation where like, you know, you have like statistics about these things. Um, So, yeah, there's a lot of data about this sort of stuff. This is not like one of these things where it's like up for like a whole lot of like, like a lot of things are not actually as much up for debate as they are just known realities of the world. And I think a lot of people don't realize that either, which is so that you make some people make assumptions. Like, for example, like a great example is like the wine example we gave earlier, like the sommeliers, like... The first impulse like many of us have when we when we hear about someone like that is, wait, is that bullshit? Like, is that like, do they really have that capability to taste wines in this way and blah, blah, blah. Like the presumption is always like maybe because taste is such a strange thing. It's like, it's not like mathematics or computation or like, uh, you know, judgment. It's one of those things. It's a stranger talent. But we know that like dogs, for example, certain dogs uh, take, for example, um, a beagle uh, is a good example has an extraordinary sense of very specific smells. you can actually train it to actually recognize the bacteria Clostridium difficile, uh, which is a form of like, uh, causes a form of diarrhea. We have a problem with hospitals and you can actually just walk the dog down the hallway and it will actually- Yeah, and he can always tell. Yeah, it'll actually smell the patients that actually have this without like as accurate as a lab test, which is super interesting. So if a dog has that capability in their nose, it's not a surprise that like certain humans have that capability with their nose and they're great at like perfume smelling and all that kind of stuff. Right. So there's uh yeah, it's, it's just weird how specific like some people's senses are some people's like quote unquote talent is. But I think when you talk about like these IQ tests and whatnot, you're talking about tests of like average general intelligence. And um, that's where it gets complicated. Cause like, let's say you have a civilization. Like if I take a group of people and they're like, let's say all average 70, I think when it comes to like mental retardation, I think for most people, it's more obvious because like they're really, really like uh, affected by that, right? They really have a life that's truly affected. They can't get certain types of jobs and they can't like, you know, some can't take care of themselves very well. So that I think people really understand well, like, okay, the 78 group. Like it's really patently obvious that they need help and they're, they they really literally can't take care of themselves. Um, but then when you get to like the electrical engineer average actually is like, it's like 93, 94, 95. It's actually not even 100, uh, at least in the United States. So like the the reality is that like a lot of people can do a lot of things without even being at 100 um, and do fairly, you know, reasonable uh, level work, which you'd think, uh, you know, like so it doesn't take that much intellect to do a lot of things. So, for example, for a doctor's, a good example, the United States medical licensing exam kind of pegs you at about like you have to get to about like maybe an IQ of about 100 ish to pass that. The rest of it is actually just like sheer volume of rote, uh, like understanding and memorization. It's not necessarily like um, anything more than that. Like if you tried to set an, ex, uh, like an, an IQ test of 120 for doctors, you wouldn't have any doctors basically. So like, I think in the U S like average IQ for doctors might be like one Oh five, something like that. Um, and that's, what's typically necessary to sort of like, you know, re- get past that. Now you have to have personality. Yeah. Look, like, like my
2: brother's, um, my brother's a surgeon. So, right. Uh, yeah. Like, I think he's like, uh, like he's probably 115.
1: Well, I mean, either way, like, the point is, like, the that you can get past certain levels with certain levels of intelligence and be functioning super well. Um, but when you talk about, like, folks in the, like, 130 plus range, like, it's fairly verifiable whether they're capable of uh, how much they think they're capable of or not, usually. Anyway, but... um yeah. it, it's,
3: it's, yeah. I have a question for you. When did you realize that you were, I know you've taken the test, the IQ test, but when did you realize at like what age or at what point that you were? I was,
2: 40, I was 43 when I was diagnosed with bipolar. So um, yeah. And then after that, I thought, fuck it, I'll do the IQ tests. And then I was like, fuck but me, what, what I'm did, quite smart. What did IQ
1: tests have to do with bipolar for you? Like,
2: What was the point? um, because um, they they told me I was super smart, and um, uh, probably that was kind of the reason that I had um, a neurodivergent condition. So, um, I was like, fuck me, like, I'll, t- I'll take the IQ test, and uh, yeah, then I realized <laughs>
4: it's actually a myth, you know, there, there was a kind of uh there's always been a bit of a a myth that people with mental illness and bipolar and disorder and stuff are like immensely more creative and there were some classic books one of them was um k redfield jameson i think it was called touch by fire
2: oh yeah i love that book
4: but like the actual quantitative studies and stuff of bipolar disorder and creativity and intelligence and stuff over time like long term if you actually look at them it's just it's bullshit. Like, like bipolar the people are Yeah, you know, like
1: schizophrenia as a good example, of, coach. Like the is 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 a total fucking disaster. Like the la- average lifespan is twenty years lower than yep. uh, everybody yep. else. At yeah, least my United mom States. had
2: schizophrenia. So, yeah,
1: and at least uh, one third, at least one third of the homeless population of the United States either has um, major depression, bipolar, or schizophrenia or, or some level of dysfunctional that where they uh, can
2: usually depression actually rather than uh rather than uh schizophrenia or depression. yeah Dipos. yes
1: only because it's the most common right but you you do see yeah depression is definitely much more common but all three exist out there um now that's not to say that every single person with depression while well, schizophrenia is homeless it's just it's just a significant subset of that population mm-hmm. and i deal with it every single day because they come in like, this is a significant portion of the population of people that come to see me in a hospital and, on a daily basis. So there it's fairly, the, yeah, patent. The a obvious. lot of it's
4: like that. And if you actually look at the like the psychometric research and mood disorders and stuff, you realize that the true situation is both like, there's no advantage <laughs> in having like bipolar or something. And also the, the life outcomes are like significantly less. A lot of these things originate from, from stuff like... Yeah, we, hear, we
2: fucking suck. Like, trust we me, about, we fucking suck.
4: We hear about geniuses, like, I don't know, um, Wittgenstein or whoever else, who, uh, Nietzsche and, and all these guys. The Beat of, the, the beat of Mind, what's his name? Uh, there, was, there was, yeah, there were super geniuses, right? And they had enormous productive output. And then they hear, we hear like, oh, these guys committed suicide. So then people's like, people like reverse engineer this and think like, oh, since I'm fucked up, then I'm a genius, <laughs> and then it becomes like a popular thing because obviously everyone wants to have a like a positive story about themselves. But the real quantitative research shows that like psychometrically, these people yeah, are both more I, fucked I, up. I completely fucking agree. Yeah,
1: it's rough. I mean, like uh, it, it, and it's difficult actually. Like if you have, say, for example, and and if you, if you've been through this, if you have bipolar. Um, it's actually difficult for family members to handle that, right? It's like, a, a, it's not easy yeah, to Yeah, that's
2: like, why I cut myself off. Like from, yeah. from every single person in my family, like I cut myself off. Because, yeah, um, sorry to hear that,
1: but it, it's not uncommon. Like it's because like people that don't have these things or like um, it's so different from their reality from other people, right? It just is very hard to get along with. So like a lot of times schizophrenics, bipolars, Ah, uh, not so much major depression as much, but like the 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 first. Yeah, two, major like...
2: depression is kind of a weird one. If you if you're going on the scale, like major depression is like kind of a weird one, like because it's something that is quite common, and uh, yeah, that that that's kind of weird. Um, okay, so um, I'll tell a story well, if you don't mind. Cap.
5: I wanted to add in about um, someone was talking about music. Oh, by the way, Coach,
3: welcome back. I've that's I I, I cannot believe that you actually got unsuspended. That's actually Hold on. amazing.
4: Hold on, like like Midlife said, she was going to tell a story, so let's see that first.
2: Oh, oh so no, like it. if he wants to talk, like let him talk first. It's fine. No,
4: you talk. You said you're going to tell a story first. You were just asking for permission. I give you permission.
2: Okay, so like I have this. I role, feel totally so step down like, now. Like I tried to kill myself when I was twenty. Um, I took uh. 70 maybe 80 pounds less more and uh, my dad stuck his fingers down my throat and I woke up on uh, Christmas day in the fucking hospital Um, my mother wasn't a very nice person so um, I was made to walk 15 miles home um, because she wouldn't allow my dad to come and pick me up Um, and I decided at that moment that that if I was ever going to commit suicide again, but, by the way, I would let me ask something
1: to, real quick. Was your mother? Uh, did she also have problems? Like, because that seems kind of weird to me. Yeah, she was
2: schizophrenic. So, okay, um,
1: all right, that makes sense. Yeah, because right, like,
2: I was going like, to say, yeah, like I found out later in life, but she, yeah, she was schizophrenic. So, um, I basically I walked the fifteen miles home, and I made a decision, and the decision was this: until I can work out a way. To kill myself without affecting anyone else—not a dog walker, not a fucking ambulance worker, not a single fucking person in the world—I won't do it, and that has kept me alive for the last thirty-five years.
1: Yeah, whatever, whatever story it takes to to get you through it is pretty much what it
6: what it takes. Yeah, I deal with uh, wow
1: exactly how, that situation every day. Were,
6: how old was you when you you going through that stuff?
2: I was twenty. 20 really yeah i was 20.
6: oh my god why would you want to kill yourself when you're 20 years old because your mother's making you walk that's crazy as shit man oh my god i don't know it did the aliens fucking put that shit in your mind or whatever i don't know remember that conversation we just
1: had about intelligence yeah so like yeah. it, it's is it it's kind of patently obvious um the, yeah the it's actually suicides very very common in that age group uh, i i deal with it every day uh, it's that frequent it's uh it really is especially with uh, like think you know household drugs things like that um household like over the counter medications things of that nature so yeah it's very very common at that age
7: group. it it seems it seems that people that end up with, you know, all the red marbles and maybe no blue marbles or, or no green marbles, it doesn't matter what, you know, the red marble is if you end up with kind of this imbalance. Um, and a lot of the savants and the geniuses, you know, they're they're very um, gifted in a particular area, but then the balance is hard, and it's hard on all the people with them and around them it's, it's hard for, you know, for, for each of the people that find themselves in that, in that situation.
6: Well, I think, uh, she was abducted by aliens and I'm doing the alien, uh, implant removal program where I really believe that she has alien implants in her body because that's not normal. I think we, I think we missed the, the uh, part no, no, my darling, I don't yeah. have
2: any implants. But but thank you for uh, thank you for trying.
4: How how would you know? You wouldn't know if you did, right? Because it takes a little bit of research, and also takes um, scans and MRIs and stuff to look at the specific regions of the brain, the lobes where they typically implant these things. Like how how are you so? Okay, certain?
2: so so the reason that I know. <laughs> oh God, the reason I know is like I had a like a cyst, um, basically on my human parts that uh, burst and I had uh, sepsis and um, about three years ago, which is about eight years ago after it originally happened, I had some pain and I went to the hospital and I was fucking like so terrified. I was like, I was like, oh my God, it's again, it's again, it's again. And um, went to the hospital and I had an MRI and uh, yeah, trust me, there's there's no yeah, there's there's nothing in me. Perhaps, and, uh, perhaps I'm lucky enough that my, is like my brother is a surgeon. As technology well technology
1: though, right?
2: Well, my right. brother's a surgeon. So um yeah, my brother's like yeah.
1: So you had him kind of like cut you open and check, right? Um yeah, what open eye project is saying is that perhaps there's these undetectable alien uh devices hidden inside your body. Perhaps they're made of like uh a biomimetic substance right like a little gel maybe and it it conducts into your brain and maybe like controls things is kind of what he's getting at am i getting the
6: right idea here open eye yeah i mean uh i i'm doing the alien in uh i'm actually doing a program i'm doing a program where it's a alien implant removal program I'm, I'm actually removing these things yep. the last person that was doing that was roger lear and that was like nine years ago so he died in four 2014. roger lear is actually still alive it's just the cia and the fbi they they made it they made this bullshit, uh to stop the program but the problem is i know how it works Interesting. I, I, I kind they, of work. I
1: work with the uh, with the, the government on these things. And uh, what's interesting is, like, I, I'm worried that I'm going to give you even like weirder ideas if I start getting into it. That's my concern here. Like, I don't want to have to have you worry about stuff that like is not like. I don't want to put things on your plate that are not, you know, sort of already on your plate to deal with right now. Right.
6: Well, I found out I could kill them by with frequencies. I could kill them with flamethrowers. Flame I have firecrackers, you know, sage or whatever. But the best thing that could stop these, uh, uh, alien spiritual, you know, witchcraft. You got to understand these aliens are witchcraft stuff. Alien implants is witchcraft. I have studied what they're doing. I know exactly what they're doing. Uh,
1: in, but wait, like, if you, if you let's say you hang out here in Twitter spaces, right? What happens if the aliens hear, like, this conversation and then, like, take countermeasures against you, right? Like, couldn't that be a hmm. problem?
6: Yeah, they're listening to me all the time. I know that. Of course I know that, as well as the FBI. Well, I I could do countermeasures, too, you know. Well, the I mean, problem don't, get, is- don't get carried away with them. Don't get carried away, right? Hold on. I hey,
4: just
5: entered the room.
4: Well, everyone slow down. So I wanna dig into this a little bit. So open eye, I know who Roger Lear is. He's a ufologist and alien implant specialist. I remember listening to him originally on on Art Bell's uh, Coast to Coast AM when I was a little child in America, um, when Art Bell was still alive. Um but I'm curious, do you have do you remember or do you have an, an origin story of when you remember these things being implanted? Do you have an abduction story? Um, or is it more or less you found out afterwards? After experiencing symptoms and things, or do you actually remember when it happened the first few times? Um, do you have any recollection? Open eye.
6: Yes, uh, I accidentally went to Mufon, okay i i told myself i said i have to test look i have to test the system so i went to fbi and told them i was abducted by aliens you know like i got alien implants in me i went to mufon and i told them the same thing you know i was uh, abducted by aliens you know they was in the homeless shelter uh in uh santa barbara but the only reason why i went there is because i was doing research on the motorbike it's called quantum entanglement you know, a uh, hydro collider. I mean, uh, turning your body into gold. It was a scientific research thing I was doing where I would drive through the atmosphere, you know, and like a particle collider and build my energy up in my senses and everything. Right. So. But.
1: Oh, I'm, my apologies. I, I accidentally pushed the mute button.
4: Yeah, un- unmute yourself. Open eyes.
6: Sorry, sorry. There you go. You're fine. Well, I'm a scientist, okay? But what I'm saying is uh, I drove for a year on a motorbike doing uh, alchemy. It's called alchemy. This is really the way to do it, to, you know, do the motorbike thing. Uh, but I, it be, I'm not going to tell you the whole thing, but you can start to see more than you can see. I mean, it's open No, okay.
4: i mean, go
1: ahead and tell us the whole thing.
6: No, no, wait, we're, wait. We're pretty
1: captivated.
4: So, wait let me just ask specifically so w- what exactly do you mean by alchemy because obviously in, in traditional alchemy they mean the transmutation of different metals into gold but alchemy can also mean uh, a psycho spiritual alchemy so like what
6: exactly Yeah, do you- it's, it's the spiritual yeah because what happens is we're in a, a simulation okay uh the blue what i found out in my motorbike thing is The blue dust that the aliens created is a simulation we're living in a blue spectrum where you can't see like every time we look up above the earth you can't see the blue dust at night, but during the day you can but this blue dust has actually been uh the government i mean it was i was doing research you know and talking on youtube and facebook you know and all these radio stuff about you know talking about the blue dust but uh last year the government actually proves that they do have this blue dust okay it's fibers that you could see but only underneath the microscope but it's silicon like you know it's been manufactured by some alien civilization so it's been proven so and so, it was like oh man yeah. i'm so glad you know Slow down, about no, no. that Slow down.
4: so so um aliens have put this or some agency has put this blue dust into the atmosphere and we can't see it exactly because maybe it's outside of the spectrum of our our, our blue light capacities of our eyes but what what is the reason why they put it in the atmosphere like what's it doing there what's the agenda
6: well we're living in a simulation so but the thing is there's a lot of multiple things the dna sequence we're supposed to have three uh dna strands not two so what they did was they put it's called quantum entanglement this is you you know, this is kind of weird shit is if you don't understand, you don't understand quantum entanglement. If you take uh, the angelic human and you connect the demon vampire of the reptilian, the evil ones of the moon, they hmm. connected our DNA with our DNA. <laughs> you know, the only way it can exist on this plane, you know, spiritually is it's quantum entanglement, okay? Yeah.
4: yeah, so so let me let me summarize here. So quantum entanglement, um, the, the principle of that is that the disparate um, subatomic particles at great distances can exhibit uh, similar effects despite the time or space difference, right? And I think what OpenEye is saying that is these effects apply also on a macro scale much larger than has been observationally observed on a subatomic scale so so if if they apply on this time yeah
2: he's, he's talking about dark matter basically
4: well let him speak so so they also apply on a larger scale on these these levels of of both um the the, the 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 inhabitants of the dark side of the moon and also more archetypally in the the collective unconscious of the fight between the demonic kind of agenda and the more agenic agenda which are always yes. um, in an eternal balance Yes
2: He's basically yeah, yeah, talking about yeah. dark matter He's basically talking about dark matter And how we let angels and demons through
6: Yeah but dark matter is a lot more Battered than what you think I mean look Okay you know the the saying of God said He hovered upon the earth And he saw the darkness of the deep And he said let there be light And all that stuff I did that experiment I actually Wait, saw this experiment upon the earth. Now this darkness. Yeah, is yeah, not which the blue. experiments it's, it's not, yeah, it's not which the blue experiment. stuff. So what I did was I said, let there be light. So you gotta have elements, okay? Like I tried to burn the moon before. I mean, I'm gonna burn that fucking moon, okay? So I took elements. Mm. I took stone, I took light, and I Bring took all that luna, baby and I took my mind okay so that's the elements the four elements my consciousness created a big fucking fire inside inside the moon not on Jesus I, Christ dude a- if you do this you're going to destroy our uh, ability
1: to have like tides and fish no and hold there, like, 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 no we need know, him over at luna no i knew things. i
6: knew i knew the enemy is the moon okay
1: and- well, we, we know that because it's like bright, it's in the sky, it's like sometimes it keeps me awake up at night, right?
4: No, really- you're not understanding. He's talking about, like the, he's talking about the, the astral quality um, of, of the moon on human life. And he's, he's talking now about uh, focusing or lasering his consciousness with intention and these alchemical substances on the moon to directly counteract the, the negative spiritual
6: effect based on the oh okay i misunderstood yeah yeah he's he's right he's right he's right what i'm saying is when i do when i did the experiment okay i'm a scientist i do experiments with the consciousness so i am at quantum i don't know if y'all know about quantum consciousness but i am at a high level and i've been fighting the moon for years secretly and i figured out like uh the movie metrics with the dude neil whatever and i used my mind and i said you were okay. has
2: had her hand up for so long that she's fucking gonna break her elbow okay let,
6: let, let him talk
4: it's okay um
8: you're you, quite you, okay it's, um, it's, you, i think you are up people to uh yeah let him
4: speak i i also want to say um Open eye, thank you for your your service and, and your, your spiritual battle in fighting the moon and stuff. I think if we look around, a lot of people choose battles, you know, they choose to help the homeless, they choose to donate money to charity, and those things are obvious. But the internal use of your own consciousness as an instrument to help the world is something that is is maybe unseen a lot of the time. So so thank you for doing that. I appreciate it.
1: Well now we know the fall of Luna and the reason behind it
2: coach speak.
8: yeah um i just wanted to um mention um in the interest of using scientific language and um accurately describing concepts i I followed i think but the discussion uh but when you use the word abduction to do with aliens if you're still on earth then maybe temporary detainment might be more um scientifically accurate because you came back
1: I've heard yeah. this argument before. Yeah, the, the 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 taxon, the terminology or the taxonomy of the abductees, um, you have to be very very specific. Otherwise, you could uh, you could misconstrue someone who's just simply had like a an alien experience that they were uh, gone for a few minutes, and and confuse that with someone who's just literally like gone forever. Um, o- Open eye, have you have you spoken with people who have been captured and brought back? Um,
6: what kind of experience you have you had with these folks well i've been abducted by aliens many times and uh i was in a room where they abducted me and i was hiding in the wall i was actually hiding in the wall and these these people i'm not going to describe who they were they were actually, they were actually human and they were from africa or whatever and they had guns and they were freaking trying to find me and i was like (laughs) hiding in the wall you know they were trying to do experiments on me and i said fuck this shit i'm saying these were african illegal aliens no there were african people that was working with the aliens and uh, oh, it, the, the walls was the walls was circular like in a circle and i remember running from them and i was like hiding in the wall because i i have powers i like invisibility and i could go through walls and shit so i was trying to get away from them and they had guns I mean, they had like fucking six of them had guns and they were fucking all together in a bunch, you know, it's like, oh, you motherfuckers, you know, and I was like, I could see you motherfuckers, you know, and I know who you are. And then I got abducted many times. I mean, I have seen, uh, have you ever heard of the, uh, Faraday cage stuff? Uh, Yes, sir. uh, I
1: have one. I, I, I have a room built out of a Faraday cage such that, uh. When I need to do covert communications uh, with my agencies, um, I'm able to do so without fear of uh, uh, certain types of uh, surveillance.
7: Uh, particularly I, I have radar. one yeah, mistake, well,
6: say, from nuclear fallout. Yeah. That giant, look. Uh, what's that? Uh, damn, what's that damn thing? I got brain freeze. That uh, damn experiment they had in Massachusetts up there, what's that damn study, uh, shit, I can't remember. Well, they went underground. Instead of using a Faraday cage, the only thing you got do is go underground. Well, the aliens have been putting frequencies on a human race for years, and when we started doing frequencies with radios, they had to change their strategy. So what they did was alien implants. Okay, so the government agreed to do this bullshit and they don't realize they're stealing our souls and body parts or whatever with these alien it's witchcraft. That's all it is. Yep. And uh so I mean we're in a bad situation
7: uh, uh, where can, can you talk about the link between the witchcraft and the alien implants? Um what what is the link between those two ideas
6: well i was watching people okay everything has a frequency okay colors okay uh if you're wearing a robe the best thing for a human being to do is wear one color like white uh you know, black. You know, because black, right. you might not be able to walk. A uh, blue. You don't want to wear blue because if you're up there in heaven, you're gonna fall down to earth. I'm telling you, don't wear blue because what happens is they're collecting the blue spectrum people, the spiritual people. So if you're if you're a blue spirit person? and you wear blue you're going to fall down from heaven i actually saw it and it was like oh fuck, you got to be killing me they're using the blue dust in the blue you know this blue earth to collect the blue people you know if you wear blue you're fucked. you're falling yeah. down to earth holy god i have blue yeah right that's now. what's going on man
2: can you can you help me what do i do do i, do I change it do i just leave it am I am i doomed now
6: well, you don't wear blue. You can wear other colors. Look, you could jump to other parallel universes. Take a circle. Holy kay? shit! I, I was just Take a circle. Uh, wear a different color and jump out the circle, or or draw a square. It's easy. It's like witchcraft bullshit. You draw I, a circle and a or a square like a uh, square, and you jump out of the circle, you get a color that's different, like uh, maybe, maybe white. M- wear white. You know, that's the best color. Wear white because you might be able to get out of this bullshit because if you, if you capture it on Earth in this blue spectrum, it's a prison. So you got to wear a different color and you got to do, cer- you got to do a circle. Uh, you got to do a square or rectangle and jump out of it, but wear white. And that's the only way you can get out of this prison. You know, you could also yeah, get out
9: with Mongolian throat singing.
6: Yeah. But what I'm saying oh, I'm is. I'm going to
2: love Mongolian goat singing. Go for it. Nah, Mongolian throat singing.
6: Ew, 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 ew. You ever heard of uh, the FBI or CIA staring at goats? Remember that shit that they said? They were staring at goats and shit? What do you mean? Like or what? Yeah, they were doing experiments and shit. Well, you got to understand. Scientists, we make experiments, you know. And that's one of the that's one of the things they did. Well, so you, guess what? You,
1: you generate a hypothesis and you test it in, a, in an experimental lab.
6: Yeah, yeah. But the problem is, uh, what was that damn thing? I'm trying to think of that darn thing uh, where they had that radar where they put the the kid the kids in the chair and they would use frequencies and all that shit. I forgot where, uh, damn, the Montauk yeah, that's, project. That's called yeah, it, it was things. the Montauk project. That's what it yep. was called. Yeah, I finally, yep. I remember. yeah, Well, the problem is if you don't have no one to see, like I could see, you can't see the other dimension, what's going on. So you yep. don't want to use, uh, look, I'm telling you what, frequencies can kill you, okay? And Definitely. I realized that I could kill the other side, and that's the problem. That's why they're attacking me. And <laughs> what do you think about what do you think about um,
4: the HARP project? You know, the high frequency array. Have you looked at that and the effect on the atmosphere and people as well? I think Roger Lear talked about that a little bit. You know, HARP
6: 8 you know. Yeah, the, the problem with HARP is they don't have no one that can see. You know, I'm a an example. If you have uh, you got to have 100 uh, remote viewers, you know, in the CIA. Well, if you can't see the invisible dimension like I could see, you have no idea what's on the other side or you don't even know the outcome. So you um, could I've, actually fuck yourself
1: I, up. I don't mean to interrupt you, but uh, I've got uh, some bad news. Uh, the CIA actually doesn't have any remote
6: viewers yeah so anyway carry on oh yeah i met one of them she was in my back seat years ago when i woke up and she said it's actually but your body moves in time and they they could give you messages and she told me she said look you're gonna be on the radio you're gonna write a book you're gonna be on tv and all that stuff and you're going to be telling people the truth about what you're seeing? I'm just saying she lied. She's not. She wasn't with the CIA. Oh, yeah. Well, she was with the uh, secret stuff, whatever. Uh, but she told me, she said, uh, that we approve, that don't worry, that we're watching over you, that if anybody tries to kill you, it's going to be their problem. You know? So, but... Uh, I'm the one that sees out of 99% of the human race that remote views. your, Your name is actually like open eye, which implies
1: this seeing capability.
6: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm the only one that can claim that. So if anybody comes behind me and says they could do like, I got night vision, dude, I could see night vision. like, I'm looking out right now I can see particles like it's nighttime the particles on the ground these spirits are moving on the ground they're moving in the trees they're moving in the clouds I can see them everywhere in the, you know and you know what I don't give a fuck if anybody says they could do the same thing like I could do you gotta prove okay. it you do, can, what you can do my well, friend.
3: I was gonna say can you teach people how to uh reach this new form of consciousness or is it just something that you're just inherently born with
6: well it's called it's called uh the open eye project this is how it works you have to turn on your uh imagine if your uh brain is a ai computer because what they do is if you're religious, they, they take you to earth, uh, you know, the fucking false heaven up there and they turn on your systems. Right. If you're religious, if you're not religious, they said, fuck you, you know, I'm going to kill, you know, kill you and destroy you. But what happens if you, if you know that you could turn on the systems like night vision, face recognition, uh, peripheral vision, uh looking through the veil i mean looking through the veil is like closing your eyelids and and looking through your eyelids you know and it opens it activates the third eye so there is ways to teach humans how to see but you have to uh like uh, peripheral vision like if i'm looking straight ahead i'm i'm thinking of who's at my right you're like an, an arm, mask, some, like an army. Let me ask you Like a dude, a li- dude's fucking stinking up on you on the right side. He's like, I see that motherfucker. Bang, bang, bang. That's hmm. how peripheral vision works.
8: greater, greater awareness, greater um, awareness of what's around you, and uh, then insight if you can see what's inside and uh, through your eyes even when they're closed.
6: Yeah, that's called looking through the veil. So looking through the veil means I could see through walls. I could see through mirrors. I have done research where I could actually see through a mirror. I know this sounds crazy, but actually I can do that. And another thing I could do is... You're you're saying this part sounds crazy to us?
1: Yeah, it might. It actually might, yeah. Well let me ask you this. Uh what kind of uh what kind of work uh do you do for a living? I'm a scientist. No, I mean like you're employed by somebody, do you like how do you get paid? How do you put food on the table?
6: No, I am born to suffer and die upon this earth, dude no he means means that in a, when he's a
4: scientist he means he's a an experimenter um a, a guy who who experiments with the science of his own consciousness and that is often more worthwhile yeah. than anyone in employment
6: i'm probably the first and invi- uh what do you call invisible analyst uh it's uh the only people that work for the military are invisible analysts, but they work with technology, like the invisible soldier I saw. Since I, see, I got in touch with the FBI, CIA, and I told them, look, I hey, look, I can see this stuff. Well, I'm in the desert. I see a super soldier, like six foot tall, walking with this fucking armor, like halo, and he's like in between seeing invisible and not seeing but when he stopped across the road he was completely invisible but the problem is I was moving forward the closer you get to invisible beings the less visible they become you understand? now I have 100 feet uh, visibility of of beings where I could see clearly or maybe 10 feet you know it's variable I mean you know so, when I seen the dude walking, it was like a halo, dude. It's like they're testing me. They know. They know I can see, and they know they can listen on. Like right now, they're fucking listening. I'm not. I guarantee, all the money in the world that the CIA and the FBI is listening right now. But what I'm saying is, yeah, we uh, we are
3: actually <clears throat> open eye. Uh, just to let you know. Uh, I'm with the CIA and I'm listening very carefully and, and writing down everything you're saying. So uh, just please continue.
6: But what I'm saying is like tanks, they have technology where they could be sitting by a tree and it's like a TV set. Well, what happens is they, they uh compute all the, the computers, compute everything that's around them. And so whatever's in front of them and behind them, like a tree the tree would have an image, you know, on the right side of the tank, you know, of yep. anything that's on the left side. So it's it's all, uh, it's called, it, well, it's actually invisible, you know, analyst, well, technology, whatever. So, but I am in the spiritual realm. So I am in a different field than the military because I'm beyond, I'm in the parallel universe stuff. Mm. So I'm beyond that that's bullshit here's a question and you
4: know? I uh, here's a question so um, what do you think it was that originally shut down our spiritual capacities to see these things because um so, for instance, I've read a lot of books. Have you ever read the book Slave
6: Species of God by Michael tellinger? No, I don't read books and shit like that okay, <laughs> Look, quite- i'm a field, I'm a field researcher I know so- I know what you're talking about. They took the third DNA away from us. So, um, so you
4: summarize that book. So um, that book is about um, the Anunnaki um, from Nibiru, the 10th planet, which is on a very long orbit, currently outside of our capacities to detect it. But it's, um, it's been proven with, with the effect on the masses of the planets and stuff that there is a 10th planet that is on a very long elliptical orbit. And the theory was that, that around 15,000, 20,000 years ago, when ancient Sumeria was at its peak, which is now um, Mesopotamia and became Babylon and then later Iraq, um, like the, the mid-southern Iraqan area, um, the, the theory was that, that in order to mine gold on the planet Earth um, by the Anunnaki, because they needed it to fix their atmosphere on their resident 10th planet, they genetically engineered humankind as a kind of a hybrid between the native primates and and the Anunnaki themselves. So um, having both hey, physical hey, hey, hey. and mental capacity um, and then sending them into the mines uh, on planet Earth to, to mine the gold and export them for their Anunnaki um, managers at the time. So there's one theory is that there's a level of of submissiveness, a level of blindness that is genetically implanted into us to serve as this slave species of God um, back in ancient Samaria. And now, obviously, yeah. The Anunnaki have, have left.
6: Yeah. It, it migrated off the planet. Well, it goes, but the Tower tar- like- of Babel talks about where uh, the human race on this planet where we could do anything, anything we think about. They said, oh, let's let's go down there and fuck up their religion. No, not their religion, but their uh, language. And, you know, uh, let's see, what, what else was it? Oh, make them die younger and all that shit. Well, yeah so it's changing that's the tower of
7: Babel. It's oh, it's eyes. by nice. the way I had an another
8: another change that uh, was made was that uh, we couldn't ne- women can could no longer um voluntarily terminate their pregnancies. so uh, before it was a conscious decision
10: guys i want to i want to interject here i actually had an experience with an uh, anunnaki yeah. uh back in uh, late 2019 Uh, It was this massive creature resembled an ogre. And all of a sudden, like, I started sneezing like crazy. And, uh, you know, then this creature started wailing on me and started chasing me. Uh, Thankfully, uh, I was near by a shopping mall. And uh, believe it or not, this person turned uh, into Joe Biden. So, you know, that's why uh, Joe, uh, you know, in early 2020, he wasn't feeling right. And then people started getting sick. And he went over to, I think he went over to uh, China uh, over in Wuhan. And, um, you know, that's how COVID-19 got started. So you can kind of blame me for uh, COVID-19 starting. You know, I sneezed on uh, an Anunnaki known by the name of uh, Joe Biden. Uh, And, um, yeah, you know, you can thank me for your stimulus checks. You can thank me for the market ripping. Um, It was because of my sneeze. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry guys. I had to sneeze there. And um yeah. yeah. We
6: have it. Oh come on, man. Come on, yeah. man. Please. It's a true story, man. I was there. Hey, which knee should I bow down to you for? Okay. Uh you can ask maybe you
10: can ask uh Grover. I sneezed on him many times before. And, uh, you know, he's been molded into uh, this individual that just lives and breathes uh, rust coating. Um, so,
0: well, you know what?
6: Too. i tell you what, if you never met the creator, I'll tell you what, I will create a place where you could sneeze and they got a whole big pile of shit where you could live in the rest of your fucking life. Okay? I mean, yeah, I know you're joking around, but. No, no, I'm being,
10: I'm being a hundred percent serious about this, sir. Well, it's I'm true. being, I, I, true, I am being hundred percent serious
1: patriot. about fucking,
6: uh, uh, second.
1: uh, open eye can clearly uh, open. eye can clearly tell the difference, uh, between bullshit and reality. Okay. So like, uh, number one, like, let's not, uh, let's not come around here joking around. He's describing very specifically, uh, his experiences with, uh, the alien witchcraft um, culture, the interactions of the moon, time and space. Uh, I think we covered um, quantum entanglement and other uh, spooky interactions. And I think, uh, yeah, let's not uh, let's not make up any fake stories here. Okay.
6: Well, you know the, the story of Osiris. You remember that where they took fourteen parts of his body and separated them. You know what that is? Alien implants. And it, it's, it deals with frequencies, where it splits the body completely apart. So they had the technology a long time ago. But Osai, no, Isis, she went around finding all the parts of his body, put them back together, and bring them back to life. Okay, well, that is very true about how the aliens' technology works. Okay, so I actually seen, okay, imagine if you you seen this bullshit happening and this fucking crazy motherfucker's going around writing his name on people's flesh and then your body becomes... I think that would actually be pretty dead. special,
10: dude. I think that would be special, you know, someone branding your body with their name, you know?
6: Yeah, that's, so. that's like sorcery. I mean this not not shit. not really.
10: Not really.
6: You know? Oh yeah, of course I, it is. The same no. thing with the pregnancy shit. No. I'm telling so, you what. These moon motherfuckers are witchcraft yeah. so, fucking so, sorcery motherfuckers. So look That's what so they look. are.
7: So Don't. look,
10: so look, look, look. I I actually have a few DMs with Donald Trump. And uh, you know, I met up with a guy and I actually have a tattoo on my back. This is confirmed. A uh, few people on here have seen uh, what I look like, and also what I look like without a shirt or pants on. And uh, I have a I have a Trump uh, autograph right on my lower back. You can call it like a Trump tramp stamp, right? And um, you know, if you ask a few of my boys in here, you know, Adonis, uh, Better Future, or uh, even Kate or Big Kerma. Uh, I'm fully transparent when I talk about these things, and I feel really offended and marginalized uh when my experience with this ogre um is called false i know I know Grover has his like issue with me when it comes to ogres, but uh that's just too ogre bad um
1: that's just facts. Might be, you're, you're not really seeing these things maybe you have like an element of schizophrenia or some other no no no, no 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 right? this this is a, this is all confirmed like i actually had an
10: experience with the same ogre uh with adonis and a uh, better future they can both confirm this i'm, I'm this pretty sure all...
1: ogres are like in lord of the rings uh open eyes yeah but every ogres are in lord of the rings but everyone knows that when
10: the anunnaki came down on this earth and mated. Uh, with with women, you know, ogres were born. They were called the Nephilim, the 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 men of renown, and that's just facts, you know. I don't make the rules; I just follow them, dude. I don't think that's
6: well, right. The pro look. The problem is, y'all. Whoever took this planet was look. This planet, eyes? this planet was a sacred place. Period. Right. right. It's Are called you to the, the holy look. Are you from America? America. I don't think, yeah. Look, be quiet for a little while. I'm going to tell you a secret that the Masons are the secret. The Secret Society fucking, uh, oh, we can't talk about that shit. You know what? I'm going to talk about it because I'm tell you what. Are I you will fuck you up. I will fuck up the Masons or all the Secret Society. I'm yeah, telling you're you what. You're, Holy you're Scepter. Friends, no, listen. The Holy Scepter is spelled a certain way. It's Scepter with a C-U-R on the end of it. Okay? Right. And I heard a spirit. I'm driving through Flagstaff or Utah, whatever it is, you know. Yeehaw! Uh, and this this mountain saying, "Hey, I've been looking for the Holy Sepulcher for over a hundred and seven thousand. What are you driving? Are you, driving? Uh-huh. Are you look, driving a truck? Look, yeah, I'm driving a vehicle, and, I'm dri- and this this uh, spirit's talking in the mountain. He said, "I've been the looking for the Holy Sepulcher for over a hundred and seventy thousand years." You hear that, grow okay. Over 170,000 know, years. Yeah. Okay. What I'm saying is, I'm passing by and it says, oh, shit. That must be me. Exactly. Okay. It must be yeah. him, Adonis. So I am full of a 55-calon drum of fucking <laughs> uh, flamethrower. Look, I use flamethrowers, okay? I figured out fucking frequencies to kill these motherfuckers, okay? I'm at war with the moon for years. You know what? I'm willing to kill the moon god, every moon goddess that believes in that fucking moon. I will sacrifice you and cut your fucking head off, and I will what? laugh at it doing it. Dude, I don't okay. give a fuck. All right, all right, all right. Relax.
7: A Look.
11: Mm, that's, that's really rough. Can you make Dude. me
10: co-host, please? Man, I was actually going to volunteer for co-host,
11: uh, but uh, all right, Bruce, if you want to take that away again, mm.
4: yeah. Try, let's try to aggravate people. That's not a good thing. So uh, let me ask a question. Open eye. Um, for the average person who's maybe somewhat asleep and unaware of these things and doesn't realize how the world works. What can they do to raise their level of of awareness and vision and maybe contribute in some way?
6: Well, the best thing to do is look, turn your systems on, uh, look at the cloud people. They're a lot easier. You could take photographs, you could film it, get it on the computer. You know what analyzing things are? It's like yeah. a uh, experiment, you know. It's like scientific research. Well, fake face recognitioning of clouds is very easy to see because it's not. Uh, look, I'm gonna give you an example. If I take a house and shoot a lot of, uh, you know, a cloud, you know fog and you know fog or or smoke inside the house we could film every window without curtains and you could see every spirit that's like oh man oh uh, they're like choking the dead you could do marijuana on their asses whatever or sage and Open you could eye, actually super film. real huh our super chains real like was
10: dragon ball z um conjured up from real life stories because uh, in Dragon Ball Z, you know, once a Saiyan looks at the moon, the moon gods transform them into uh, their natural form, which is just a huge, angry ape. Are you saying that's based on true events, Dragon Ball Z?
1: Uh One second, guys. No, it's no. interesting that uh, Twitter doesn't have the shrug emoji. And you know, I'm talking about the one where you go shrug and go, what the hell are you like, trying to do? Yeah, like, I don't know why we don't have that. Anyway, yeah, go ahead.
6: Well... Let me give you an example of what I found out. I was doing research in the corn, you know, the corn fields and the cotton fields and, you know, the apple, you know, like the golden apple. You ever heard of golden apple stuff? But, yeah. I, you know, it's a lot. I, I actually can't buy the, the uh, apple fields, uh, you know, and I, I found about the, I learned about the golden apple, like the golden apple is real. No bullshit. And the corn people, the only reason why I didn't park inside the corn field, because I saw so many of these beings in the cornfield. So, look, I'm going to give you an example. I went to Walmart. I bought some corn, you know, like six corns. You know, and I was going to barbecue and, you know, put butter on it and shit. And I, I, I'm I, in a parking lot. You know, it's I'm not in the cornfield. This, this is what freaks me out. I mean, I could see invisible dimensions. And I'm looking behind my van, and there's six people. Uh, hu- You know, they look human, but they got corn growing on their, you know, their bodies or whatever. Like, you know. You can see the corn stalks whatever. It's like, oh, shit, you got to be kidding me. They fucking in the parking lot. They, you mean they're following me? It's like everybody that buys corn in the fucking, you know, supermarket. You got fucking these alien corn people, you know, following you. It's like, oh, shit. It's is, like, that why, did, I, is that
10: why I shouldn't wear blue, dude? I'm wearing a blue shirt, blue socks, blue pants.
6: Uh, well, got guess blue what? Eyes. You, you just fell down from heaven, bro. And I've also got blue eyes, dude. Yeah. Well, you know what? You're
10: in the blue dimension now. But open eyes. What I was what I was asking you, dude, uh, like about the moon people and all that stuff. Uh, are you saying Dragon Ball Z is based on true events? Because from what you're describing, you know, you're describing like the Ginyu Force. That's exactly who you're describing.
6: Well, I'm going to give you an example. I found out that uh, the evil ones found out about me, like the moon bitches. I call them the moon bitch. Uh, and I went driving to Texas and said, oh, shit, they got, you know, cotton fields. And I said, oh, and I realized I had fucking three Three candles, you know, white candles, and I'm gonna burn these bitches up. And it's like I'm looking behind, and it says, "Oh shit, he's gonna he's gonna camp out in the cotton fields." And I'm 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 I pulled up in the cotton fields, and I light these can- three white candles. And yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: actually, open All eyes. I want, uh, no. you're in what I, I think uh, you're in the Flagstaff area, correct? Open eyes. Or are you driving through Flagstaff? I think he's in, like, the Bayou
6: area. I no, I'm in Te- Look, I'm in Texas, so I'm out yeah, to so burn it, these motherfuckers because yeah, I'm using Texas fire. The, uh, the grass is quite
1: dry right now. I would recommend no, I'm not about the not eyes, open eyes.
10: Open eyes, but cut look, field. man, can I ask you a question? Bobby, dude?
1: just a second, man. Okay. So open eyes. I'd suggest probably not burning the witches uh, while the grass is so dry because you're probably going to set a massive fire.
6: Well what I'm saying is when I did the experiment, okay, I went out I'm a scientist, okay? So I said, Okay, I'm gonna well, use science the power or of light.
1: grass and, and candles, no no, right?
6: No, I'm in a cotton field dude. Oh, cotton field, all okay. cotton, all cotton around me, and the bad, the bad thing is the bitches, the evil ones of darkness says, "Oh, have any knew, in that cotton field, they knew I was gonna do this, and it's like I gotta do it quick." So I pulled it up in the fucking middle of the cotton field, and I lit three candles, and the fucking cottons caught on fire. Like spirit, like Moses yeah. watching the fucking bush like on fire, but they're not burning up. Open eyes, The Look, man, it on seems, fire. I'm not pushing
10: you. It's it fucking happening, dude. Like dude, why? But why are you scared, dude? Wouldn't your natural reaction just be like taking off your your t shirt, grabbing an AR-15, and just you know riding the lightning, saying "Yeehaw"?
6: You know, you sound. No. You, you sound The problem is I knew what was, I'm not scared, I'm not going to burn, the ones that were scared was behind my van, or around my van, they were scared, because I was using the power of light, and all at once this dude named Cotton, they got a person named Cotton, he's a big giant, he came out the earth dude, and I said Cotton, i fucking release you Cotton, you need to fight these motherfuckers. You know, and shit like that. So they got a spirit named Cotton. He's a big motherfucker. And it's not one of them. You got to understand yeah, it's a parallel, kind of like parallel right? universe. And shit that comes out of the cotton fields in Texas or spiritual shit. They got a spiritual dimension that's in, in Texas, dude. I'm not bullshitting you, bro. Because they got that cotton there growing. Okay? Yeah. they. It's got power. Um, um, what I'm trying to tell you is the power of white, you know, is very strong against darkness, you know. So, so you wouldn't want to burn the cotton. You'd want to have lots of a bit racist. Right. No, it was a spiritual thing. See, I see things that humans can't see. Is there, spir- is there
11: is- spiritual racism, racism in the spiritual world?
6: Well, there's no racism. There's either good or evil. I mean, I don't give a I mean, some black people bow down to me and says, please forgive me, you know, and it doesn't matter what color you are. I mean, you could be blue, red or green. I mean, I don't give a fuck. I mean, if you're going to bow down to me and says, oh, I'm sorry, we didn't know who you were. You know, it's not racism,
7: you know. How about the supernatural phenomena when the rainbows appear in the sky, um, like we had over um, England just after the Queen died, or um, over Kharkiv just after the Ukrainians pushed the Russians back? Um, (laughs) Is there any uh, significance in that?
6: Well, I'm going to tell you what the Queen found out. When she went to heaven or wherever it is, hell or heaven she found out she's not the really the queen i mean you gotta understand if you study history that family had to kill the other family to say oh i'm the queen and king you understand so in the spiritual realm they're not the king and queen it's only a a man-made bullshit right I mean, it's someone like Napoleon You remember Napoleon crowned himself and says Oh, I'm king That's how it works a long time ago, man I mean, uh, the, the, the people of England Them assholes are not the king and queen I would go to the king the of England up? And slap the shit out of him And says, bow down to me, motherfucker
7: Okay? And you know what? If he doesn't do it, fuck him. He's going to hell. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on on the self-appointed nature of kings and queens. But um, what what about the rainbow? Why did the rainbow come out? Because
6: it's, ra- it's fucking raining. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs>
1: obviously. Amen.
7: Yeah, it's obviously fucking raining. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was. I wasn't there, and I just saw the B- the BBC and the Fox coverage of it. It didn't look like there were any clouds in the sky. It didn't look like it had rained. Um, it, but it harp. was two hours after she died. It was hard. You
8: harp. wouldn't see rainbows if there were just clouds in the sky, though. Right.
7: I, I think it was actually a double rainbow. If, if I, um, But I, again, it could be All right. People could be posting stuff All on social me, media. Let me tell it gets picked up by the news. All right? Right. So
6: Let me tell you a secret about listening to listening to the spirit world. If you've ever been around rain and it's lightning, like lightning and thunder, be quiet, be still, and listen to the thunder because... They have a spirit, I I, I found, you know, because I do these things, you know, experiments. And they have these spirits that actually talk. You could actually hear a spiritual being saying, Oh, motherfucker, you done fucked up. Boom, 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 you know, lightning and thunder and shit. I'm telling you, yeah, you know, like the movie uh, Powder. Uh, They talk about lightning and thunder and he has all these powers and shit. I am closer to a powder, the powder dude, than you know in the movie, for the human race, because, you know.
1: Oh, op- open eyes. Uh, wh- 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 where did you grow up? Which state did you grow up in?
6: Louisiana. I'm French.
1: Oh, okay, like which part of Louisiana? Like uh, Homa. We're talking about uh, southern,
6: uh, southern Louisiana.
1: Yeah, like, 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 is- where, like whereabouts? Uh, like uh, Bonton.
6: Like where are you from? Well, the bad thing is when I woke up, when I found out about my mother, I went Highway 27 leads to Rome. And I met a, a Catholic priest. I found out that he was a priest. I was doing research in the church, finding out mysteries, you know, cause I, I was, I was awoke. I wanted to see stuff. How, so how old up. were you when you uh, sought out these mysteries? I was like 40, you know, around in the forties. And when did you leave? When did you leave home when you were young? Oh, well, it was early. But what I'm saying is when I met this priest, he walked up in there and he started talking to me like in Marksville, Louisiana, uh, when I was doing the research with the stained glass, you know, I was trying to find the mysteries and this dude walks up like right up to me. Like I'm I'm not I'm there when no one's there. Like, you know, you know, there's no church service and this dude talks starts talking to me with his mind like, telepathy and he says you are you know secret name that you need to go to rome and he said she don't she don't know who i am and he's like looking directly at me so that's how the telepathy works and it's like she can't hear what he's saying. And then he starts talking. He says, I'm going to Georgia next. You know, so I put Georgia and Rome together later. And it says, you know, he wants me to go to Rome, Georgia, you know. And then after we, he start talking to us, he walks off and he starts talking to these people, invisible people in the uh, church in Marksville. And they're speaking like alien, alien. And there's no, it's not Russian. It's not German. You know, I, I know how they talk. And they're talking back to him. And his eye, you know, his eyes lit up. And he had a crystal ball underneath the hat and the cane and all this shit. Because, you know, he, he went to shake my hand and all this shit. It was like weird shit. And I'm like watching him and he's talking to these people in church. Was he teaching them the Bible? No, he was just talking to them. And he was saying something, and they would talk to him, and they would talk to a different language. And it was like, dude, this is weird shit. You know, because I never heard nothing happen in the church before. And the weird thing about Marksville is, if you think about it, it's a mark. It's a point of entry. It's a point of exit. It's the point of awakening you know the, you know Marksville you know you know what I'm saying so you, it's you derive weird. meaning from the name of this uh, town sign or like the name of the town well yeah the more it's, it's time to be you know to awaken and then I looked up uh, Marksville and highway 27 goes to Rome from all the way from uh, Florida or whatever and I'm driving down the highway and says I'm gotta go you know my curiosity you know like the curiosity you know to find out what the hell's going on uh i go up there and i'm driving down highway 27 and i look to the left of me i got my truck and i got my rv and i save enough money i'm taking a vacation my job you know i'm making a lot of money and the dude let me do my vacation so i'm going up there and i'm going up highway 27 and i see uh these angels you know you know uh, beings flying in the air on the left side of me. And they, they're they're lying, the lion, uh, the horse, and uh, a dude with a robe on and a dude with a helmet on. And it's like I'm gonna wreck if I quit. You know, if I don't stop looking at him. Says, "Oh my gosh, they're following me to Rome, Georgia." And it's like I could see them. You know, they're they're transforming in the clouds. And it's like, oh, crap. And then I get further and I see Mount Zion. And, like, I'm following the book of Revelation. Highway, you know, uh, the 27s and my mother's death and birth is 27. But the book of Revelation is 27 book. And the book of Daniel is the 27 book. Yeah, like the devil went to Georgia. Guess what, motherfucker? I went to Georgia, and I'm I'm going. I went up there with a bunch of whip ass. And I tell you what, I drove, and I said, Mount Zion. I saw this thing. I said, damn, this is what must he, you know, maybe this dude wants me to see this Mount Zion. So I pulled off, because I'm looking at the Bible and the Highway 20, you know, the book of Revelation. It says, the host of God is sitting on Mount Zion with the 144. You know, it's like, oh fuck, I gotta stop here. So I pull off. I said, I gotta see what's happening here. So I camp out at Mount Zion before I go to Rome, Georgia, and I don't really see anything. You know, it's like, so I said, okay, well, I'm, you know, it's I'm, you know, I'm following the Book of Revelation, and I know who I am. You know. Uh, but hold but on, yeah. let me ask you something. Um, are you a pretty good driver?
1: Yeah. So, uh, what do you what do you haul? Uh,
6: you work in right now? Or are you hauling things? No, I'm retired, dude. I said, "Fuck it, man." I give up. I gave up on the system long time ago. Okay. Before the uh, before that bullshit, you know, the COVID shit. Yeah, I gave mm-hmm. up on that shit. How um How old are you? Curiosity you don't sound that old I am 60 years old you yeah awesome. like you sound re- you sound youthful yeah well I'm dealing with uh, I did the uh, garlic baptism I'm a scientist so I did the uh, salt bath and I did the garlic baptism because I knew there was something in there in the research and guess what it worked I felt like a twenty-year-old, like an eighteen-year-old, sixteen-year-old for like three months. So, open eyes, is, uh, what was let the, me tell uh... you
1: something. Coach, Coach has some expertise here. He he's pretty good at uh, special therapeutics for people who've had issues with implants, alien interventions. Uh, Coach, could you maybe pre- uh, recommend some uh, like relaxation techniques? Maybe some uh, things you've learned in the uh, the ancient Indian culture, perhaps. Something that would settle his mind
4: and allow him to be at peace with these things. No, I think um, advice only come. I'm only going to give advice if somebody asks for it. For one thing, and I also think Open Eye has spent the last few decades probably focusing on this himself. So I don't think he needs advice. Open Eye is a grandmaster.
6: Well, I'm a cold-blooded killer, motherfucker. I'm telling yeah. you. I, I use Open frequencies on, and flamethrowers, dude. Look, I'm a warrior. When I played football when I was young, I played three years, and we won three years in a row. We was the lion clubs. You know what lion is? We're, lions are bad motherfuckers. I will bite your ass and throw you to the wolves and say, hey, ha, go ahead and eat them, you know? But... What I'm telling you is, I'm a football player, and I played football, and I never sat on the bench. And this is my life story. Right now, I will never sit on the bench, and I will always fight the fight. But I'm telling you right now, there's a whole bunch of y'all, 99% of the human race, that is sitting on the bench right now. Y'all not fighting. I agree. I appreciate that in you, man. And I only one percent, only one percent of us are gonna fight until y'all wake up. I'm, I'm here to activate you, and I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna give you a sword, mm-hmm. and we're gonna fight together, and we're I- gonna have a shield, and we're gonna have, you know, uh, we're gonna fight against that moon bitch. Hey, I, I want I'm one of those fighting.
11: flamethrowers.
3: Fuck a sword. Can I get Dude, one of those uh, Elon Musk flamethrowers. Open eye. Thank you so much. That's you know for making this attempt to make sense of reality. You definitely have spent a lot of time. I can tell you've put it, you've woven in concepts of physics and chemistry and medicine and everything. And uh, you know we're all on this edge of this uh, unimaginably vast cosmos. You know, just yeah. And and yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah
1: thanks for coming to our particular space and uh, sharing all yeah. this uh, data with us. Uh,
3: I uh, think I've been in well some time, Sefi, and I think uh, I, I'm ready to shrug off the heavy coat of ignorance and fear, and I think this is a good, good start.
4: No, I like it. I think, I think one reason you seem younger, open eyes, because you're so um, passionate and enthusiastic about your own fights and also trying to help other people. And I think that's a beautiful thing. I think often when people get older, they kind of often give up or say, you know, I'm going to retire. But in my eyes, you've never retired. You're, you're fighting more than ever. So that's beautiful for me.
6: I agree with that, man. I mean, the thing is, they got this. Look, I'm going to tell y'all some more stuff. Uh, Due to garlic baptism, there's another remedy where it's the hydrogen uh, water bottle where. It actually does miracles, and you could bathe in it. I told one dude, I said, look, and then I started researching. and says, oh, shit, they're already doing that shit. You know, they do this hydrant water, and people go in there. What, what I'm, I want to do more research about it is, before you drink the water, you need to bathe in it and get out. You know, just go in there, soak in it. Get out and see how you feel. You know, humans, uh, y'all have lost your uh, feelings because what they did, the aliens took all your five senses away. Yep. OK, I'm not joking. They really did. And
7: you all have right. to get I, that
11: back. I, I, I've, been, I've been listening for a while. I want to throw a wrench in this Anunnaki thing. Um The the Anunnakis, if they were existing and their technology was superior, and they bred, well, they created the human based on their own DNA. Was it babies? Did they make babies, or did they make just ogres?
8: I think they took primates and porcines, that is, pigs, and uh, did some kind of stuff to them, and now we have humans.
4: Just genetic engineering, then, To change change the evolutionary um, trajectory. Yeah, pretty simple. All right. so All right, the, d- the
11: DNA is probably the most complex thing known to hum- to humankind.
6: No, DNA. For Anunnaki, it's child's play, man. Let me explain to you, okay? The right hand has three DNA strands. The left hand has uh, d- three DNA strands. You take two out of the right and two out of the left and it's called quantum entanglement you take one from the right one from the left and now they become a lesser being because you see see what's on the right three what's on the left three now you only become two so they take they take the angelic human from the left and it's only one you gotta understand, there was three, but you cancel the other two, how and that's why they get how control. How DNA? How do you
11: how do, you, how, do you, how do you manipulate DNA?
6: It's very easy, man. I mean, it, the problem is. If uh, I tell you what, the government probably figured it out, but it's secret. They could actually take the third DNA, which is the God—I call it the God strand or the Creator strand—that's in between where it connects. See, the connection of the third DNA connects the body and the spirit in the parallel universes all together. So, if you take that that one strand out. You, you're not connected no more. You're disconnected. You understand? It's, it's really easy. Uh, it's, it's so easy to understand. I mean, once, look, once y'all become a scientist, like DNA strands and quantum entanglement and physics and all that stuff, mm. once y'all start studying that stuff, everything becomes easy to understand it. That's what we need. We need scientists. We don't need no fucking Catholic fucking father or fucking Pope and shit like that. I mean, fuck them. Fuck that. In
4: in my understanding of Panay. so... They don't understand. When you say say scientist, are you really talking about the fact that um, when somebody wakes up to the fundamental reality that everything is consciousness, everything is vibration, and by your own scientific investigation of your own consciousness and reality at large, you can tweak your own vibration and see things more clearly. And can then... you
11: change your own DNA though?
4: Yes, yes,
6: you can. Both, both of take them. Take the COVID yeah. shot. Yes, the thing How is, do you
8: change your own DNA. Everything in reality of... is a reflection. Well,
6: of, uh, the okay. Job. Believe when I just- turn, when you have to turn things on in your brain. We're all AIs. They it, you, look. They what they did was they turn off to everything in the human brain. You have to know that they did that. And says, okay, I got night vision. This is what I did as a scientific research. I said, I know they turned it off. And I'm going to turn it on. Yeah. So I manifested it. I manifested with my thoughts and quantum entanglement. I said, I'm going to get it back. Just like my third DNA. One time I said, look, I got my third DNA. And it says, oh, shit. The third DNA is coming to him. And then the creator came to me and says, oh, we can't let, we can't let you have the third DNA. We can't let you have the creator. No. They were like freaking out. And One said, second.
1: Uh, open eye. I'm yeah. just checking. But... Um... Addie, are you asleep over there or awake?
4: Huh? I'm just asking our um, colleague here, Addy. Listening. She's on her 10th bottle of wine. I um,
12: I actually have not. I haven't had any alcohol t- tonight.
1: So what do, you, what do you have? What questions do you have for open eye? Anything particular while we have him?
6: And is this the kind um, of intellectual you were talking about that you look for earlier?
12: I think maybe this might be too intellectual for me, actually.
1: So there's a limit.
11: There's a limit. No, I, I think, I think you love this actually.
12: Mm, No, I would say if I did. Um, You love
11: it. You love it, and I, I want you to make love to mm,
4: to this. way
12: you're saying that is strange. Let
4: let let her talk for herself. Don't overlay some weird, creepy thing, please. Yeah,
12: I don't like the like um, sexual undertones of that, but. I don't, I wouldn't, I'm, I, I'm not even sure where to begin. No, it's
4: fine. I also want to say like, I'm sick of people, um, discriminating and targeting and minimizing and gaslighting women in web three, um, (laughs) like this, I saw it happen the other day in the the David Glockstein space. I saw it happen in our last space before I was banned. And I've seen it happen to bilingual. So bilingual, you represent a body of men who are disgusting. They, they invalidate the opposite sex and open eye I, in my perception would never, ever do anything like that. Coach, you're full least, shit coach. He is incomparably better than you. You've coach, made out- I'm better than you, coach. You've made me uncomfortable tonight. You made all women in this space uncomfortable.
11: Hey coach, well, you're gay.
12: Mm, see, that's such an interesting response. When somebody says you're being mean to women, it's to say you're gay, but that's OK. Well,
6: uh, it's, not, it's not good to say things about women like he was doing. I mean, that's very offensive. I I, don't, I have no idea how to uh, defend you.
12: That's OK. Uh, I appreciate you just saying that. That's so kind.
6: No, it's good. good.
12: I knew that you would you support women
4: when you wake up. When you see how reality works and that it's all consciousness, all vibration, all this spiritual reality, and you see that things like genetics can be modified by the change in consciousness, then at that stage, you no longer really believe in concepts like gender because you're post-gender, you're post the mortal vessel of the body and mind, and you're in touch with the spiritual reality. So I think, Open Eye, if you were to say something, I think it might be that.
12: Coach,
11: you're an idiot. How about that?
12: well bilingual i don't understand why you're but... being so hostile
11: because coach is just he just talks like bullshit i don't think anything he says is bullshit
8: um yeah so uh we were having a very interesting discussion i think uh open i shared hey, a hey, yeah, open eye. Yeah, sorry, um, Go ahead. and uh i have a kind of a sense where i feel like people are sharing um deep truths and um, even if I don't immediately pass everything uh, I wanted to ask about a clarification about your salt bath can you give the ingredients that you use
1: open eyes did you hear that question about the salt bath you seem
4: to be having some sort of connection issue no it's cool it's cool I'll we of listening to him so we can always switch topics and things yeah
1: that was uh, yeah very interesting um, let's see so we were saying earlier today, was um the midlife woman? Yeah. So we've dealt with. Come a, back. Yeah, we've had a little bit of bipolar. <laughs> we had a little bit of schizophrenia today. We've had, um,
4: yeah, it's been an interesting uh, evening. Uh, it was quite, quite um, wonderful to have a real life genius join us. 152 IQ. I think that what is that in? <laughs> I think that's like top 0.01%. Grover, we had a woman join today called Midlife Something, and she said she'd been tested um, in three different IQ tests and had scored in the range of 152, um, which was interesting because you, you rarely encounter people so intelligent. Uh, I think that's like, w- w- what is that, Sefi? I think it's like 4SD or something. Nope. Yeah, it's uh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Or five. So it's
3: like, yeah, three and a half SD above the norm. That's uh, it's pretty stunning. Did she have anything really interesting to say? Did she share anything here that was truly like mind opening? Yeah.
4: Yeah. I asked her, like, which, which psychometric <laughs> test she'd done, if she'd done um, Cattle Culture Fair, if she'd done Raven's Progressive Matrices or what in supervised settings. And she said she'd found an online test and paid $500 to do it in an unsupervised, untimed manner. Um, and it had told her that she had an IQ of 152. Which explained a lot of things, and despite this, she couldn't play the guitar um and she would have asked to to trade her intelligence for the ability to play guitar um in a flash if she had that chance mm.
12: he also uh, told us about her suicide attempts that and then
1: oh she was mentioning before though there is this kind of like well uh, number one, there's like this grandiosity right you'll notice that uh there, there's like this theme that um you know, uh, like I'm more powerful than everybody in the universe and I'm the smartest and that kind of thing. So there's this kind of like grandiosity that comes with that. And it's like, I think it's interesting. The internet has like a place to take people's money for almost anything. So it's not a surprising thing that like, you know, there's like a test out there that they'll charge you outlandish amounts of money for that tells you you're really smart. Um, and if you don't know any better, you think you actually are, which, is interesting, right? Like, so, like those things are, there's things are all over the internet,
4: and it's always, they're um, like um, it's always front loaded too. So you do, you might have like a 20, 20 question quiz or something that's relatively easy to complete, and not long, and it's quite simple. Like the tests aren't challenging enough to make you really think and be frustrated and quit. And then at the end of the test, they say like, oh, you're 151 IQ or something. But with our special report on your IQ score, we're going to tell you how to navigate life with this IQ. And and then like they'll use um, forms of cold reading like you are probably someone who has always been a little bit of an outsider, has never quite connected with with anyone in the way you would like you know you've often struggled and there are reasons for this and and things you can learn and understand about yourself that will allow you to be more functional and more socially cohesive as a person and then oh fuck, i've got to pay for that you know that that's when i'm paying my 500 dollars because you know it, it knows me so so well like as an outsider as a as a 4sd intelligence person as such a rarity in humankind you know it, it, this can explain everything it explains why I've always struggled socially. You know, it can help me. And that's why she paid.
1: Yeah, it's th- these kind of like, um, it, yeah, it's, it's easy to part money from people uh, if you have a large enough audience and who are searching for these things.
11: So uh, there's a book, there's a book that is about a society in which people are born into a psychological class like if you are of a family it's just like your intelligence is based on specific factors at birth
4: yeah you're talking about the divergence
8: have you read this book
4: there's a series of movies on it it's quite a typical um sci-fi theme as well this kind of thing so based on your
11: birth why do you think you're intelligent
12: what
4: didn't quite follow
11: <laughs> exactly this has proved my point you don't you don't follow you no, I mean, didn't. No, you're not see, as smart you're not wait, as wait, smart wait, wait, as wait. As
12: you Bi- bilingual you can't you can't ask a stupid question and then say oh you're stupid because you don't follow that's not how that works
1: um i, I want to like give you a small biology lesson here so your brain is created in your mother's womb uh, while you're gestating there and it's created from your DNA and that DNA is inherited from your parents, your mother and your father um, that uh, had to come together to sort of create you, right? So, you have this DNA and your brain is made uh, as a transcription of that DNA and that's why it is that there are elements of intellect that are uh, present at birth—that's the simple answer. Is that what you're trying to get at here?
11: Yes, I mean bilingual. your mo- your mother's care for you in the womb is a reflection of her intelligence. No,
1: your and your mother's your intelligence.
11: DNA, your DNA is of your mother, is it not? Well,
1: right. What, what bilingual. What is what is DNA? By the way, do you know? <laughs> like what? what
11: it's, a, it's a it's it's your genetic makeup. Um, I think uh, chromosomes, which goes back to basic biology.
1: Sure. So, what what are you missing here? Like, what, no, what's
11: you I I completely understand. It's fifty. It's 50-50. fifty fifty, um, fifty, from your father fifty from your mother. It's the right. sperm. It's a sperm and an egg.
1: Sure. So, so if the uh, sperm
11: has genetic makeup and so does an egg.
1: So but sure, you're asking about whether or not um in, intellect is somehow whether it's um you're born with it or not.
11: It's the sperm and an egg they form a brain based on the genetic makeup of
1: Right, but you you asked the question is intellect um present at birth or something like that, right? but
11: is it based on your 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 mother's intelligence?
1: It's based on both your father's and your mother's intelligence. You have DNA from both.
11: So how can a sperm and an egg have um dictate your 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 intelligence?
1: Let's are think he, about this he, for a second. Are yeah, are let's let's being let's, let's think about this for a second guys. Let's look, like Wait, we're,
12: we're, he, is he being are are you asking yeah, are you being we're, serious or are you joking? Bilingual. Well, we know that a sperm is from a man and an egg is from a woman, right? Yep. These yeah, things yeah. don't we, have brains. These things don't know how have a brain. But do you know what do you do you know what a sperm and an egg are? Like what their makeup is? Do you it's, kn- it's um
11: chromosomes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. how
1: do you so, get <laughs> from that to a baby? Clarify for us. So can we give a mic to Fat Man?
4: He's in here.
12: <laughs> let's let's let my mm-hmm. little finish for a Chrom- second here. I really
11: chromosomes are of DNA so mm,
4: okay (laughs) Um, one one chromosome has dna
8: bilingual could you state Mm. the uh issue under contention in yeah um, what
4: are we actually discussing what are we trying to get at? one
11: chromosome has dna dna is of the intelligence of a human being you have human dna which makes us human as opposed to a pig or a dog or a cat
1: yep you got that part yes and next
11: I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, wait. As, as humans, you have a sperm and an egg, you have
12: DNA, you have chromosomes. That's all I'm saying. Do you understand, uh, like, being serious, do you understand how you get from, like, egg, sperm, zygote to eventually fetus, baby? Yeah, you,
11: do you want to, hey, Addy, do you want to uh, find out?
12: Okay, so once again, with like this whole strange little unreciprocated sexual thing, I'm asking you a serious question. So I'm I would like to know if you can answer it. And I certainly would not consider you, you, reproducing you with somebody me about that conception. is asking these questions. So Adi, you can you explain it?
11: You asked me conceptually, how do I explain it? And I am you know,
12: not asking you conceptually, I'm asking you to literally explain how it works. I'm
11: li- I literally want to um, exercise this knowledge so you understand better. Do you have the
12: knowledge though? Seems maybe like you, potentially that's not there. I'm asking you to walk me through it. Verbally.
3: I have absolutely no idea what we're talking about Um, and I'd really like to change the topic because I feel uncomfortable. I think um, one thing about
4: intelligence is you know when somebody comes in and says I'm an intelligent person or, you know, like one of that midlife person earlier. I think an interesting thing is, like, um, if if somebody is, like, uh, in a room and they claim to be of a certain intelligence level, then everyone more intelligent than them will be able to peg them exactly where they are, right? And also, if there is a person who is, say, 100 IQ, they will not be able to differentiate between somebody who is, say, 120 versus 150. They have no real comprehension of, of the difference. And they'll often misevaluate somebody as being like significantly smarter or significantly dumber than they are. So it's quite interesting, like from the perspective of the, the, the more stupid person, they can't really tell who is intelligent and who is not like on the upper end. And, and from the perspective of somebody who is intelligent, uh, they'll be able to peg someone exactly despite their claims. Like I, I think everyone can agree that, that midlife earlier is somewhere near 105 IQ
11: isn't there god outliers? damn you're being generous but isn't there outliers if you're if you're a doctor if you have a doctorate degree from a top-tier university as opposed to let's say albert einstein who flunked out of school because he was dyslexic
12: but do you know that like like i think we sort of talked about this earlier that whether or not you finish school Sure, there might be some people with lower IQs that don't finish school. It's not Um, necessarily like mutually exclusive. Like this is like there are plenty of very high IQ people that don't finish school. If you're
11: a doctor, you're an intelligent.
1: Well, a doctor was literally asking about (laughs) DNA. (laughs) Literally, like Cephi's a fucking doctor guy.
11: (laughs) You guys aren't doctors, so obviously you wouldn't understand. No, you you were doctor? talking. You talking. it.
1: Yeah, I'm an actual doctor. Um, but anyway. So where where are we off to next? So yeah, th- there's this kind of like yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, I think like uh, this this uh, interesting evening actually demonstrated lots of um, kind of just components of like human cognition and how how who we are and you know, what we're like and everything else. And so, yeah, like if you, if you deal with this kind of thing, sort of like these kind of conversations, sort of like on a daily basis, like in your line of work or something like that, it becomes patently obvious to you that there's like vast differences uh, between people, whether it's by age, whether it's by um, various different uh, intellectual capacities, various talents, uh, various um, levels of just like um, extremes of cognition um, like whether it's a bipolar or schizophrenia, whether it's uh, you know, major depression, things of that nature. So yeah, it's, it's like, um, like I think, I think to those that are kind of, um, listening, it kind of becomes somewhat patently obvious, like to some extent, um, what issues are out there, right? It's not, um, it, it's not necessarily, uh, it doesn't take very long to sort out that, like, someone's thinking is not like your own, at least at the very least, right? You can sort of see that. But um, yeah, Coach is correct. Like it is hard to discern uh, like above your personal intellectual level, like what it even means to be
4: at much higher than that. It's just really tough to tell. Yeah. you just can't model it. And, and also there's this, this like base human drive to just somehow bucket things and explain them somehow, right? Like to, to somehow summarize it neatly such so that you're certain about reality. Yeah, so it's like, it's a, it's actually,
1: like, actually, exactly right. You know, you know like an example I just came up before you kind of go on is that like the way that we do this is we oftentimes extrapolate. So let's say, for example, you have a certain calculation speed. You understand how to like do math problems at a certain speed. You just figure that like a smarter person can simply do that faster, right? Like we tend to extrapolate like um, a type of intellect we understand, which is like just faster, maybe more efficient maybe more motivated. But this idea that like, there's a person out there that is actually doing actual cognitive activities, just just simply well beyond your simple
4: capability, um, that becomes less and less patently obvious to people. Yeah. The, even, so just a bit of a tangent, but even the subjective experience of being at a high level of cognitive ability in something is, is wildly different to what people expect. Like I can, I, I haven't played much lately, but I can talk about, I got to like a grandmaster level at chess, like uh, speed chess mainly, not not for like over the board three hour memorizing chess, but but fast chess. I got to about grandmaster level, and it's quite interesting that people um, like the assumptions people make about that. They will say like, you know, how many moves can you think ahead? Can you think ahead like twenty moves? Can you play a game uh, blindfolded? They'll think of like the the the, the 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 skill quality of chess as being something like that, like this this very forward uh, directional um computational power or something like that. But the actual experience of, of high level chess for me is 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 more like just I know what the right move is, right? It's like a sensitivity to the board situation, the space, like the position. And there's just like an, an aesthetic kind of intuitive sense that like something makes sense as a move. It's almost like the way that when you're speaking, you might complete a sentence in a certain manner and it just might it might flow perfectly or if you um, are to play a sequence of about 10 notes on a piano, there would be maybe one note that feels like the next implied note that somehow fits aesthetically with that. Like, like the intelligence is maybe raw um, computational power to a certain level, but then after that, you become so proficient that it just becomes a language, right? It becomes like a, a thing you feel intuitively, and it just, it just like the, the move feels right. It's, it's, it's kind hard. of an, it feels innate, like you didn't learn it. It feels like it's kind of uh, yeah. It's the same way. Um, it's it hard. It's like it's it's kind of it's a sensitivity and a discernment, but it operates more on like an aesthetic level. Like you look at the thing and something shouts at you. It feels right. It stands out, and maybe after that, there's a level of of processing and checking and verifying. Um which is usually not very long, and you might go down you know four or five moves or something in specific trees, but that actual analysis is very narrow and and the real base of competency just just makes the first selection really, really well, right so yeah and so in, in a game like chess,
1: though, it becomes like wickedly obvious like that there are those less capable than yourself or something like that. like the differences between capabilities become somewhat obvious fairly quickly oh, over a series to- of a few games.
4: Yeah. And you also see a you see like a, a massive variance in, in. So, so like people who start playing chess and they play for two years, they'll follow wildly different trajectories in terms of like their rate of learning and stuff and and their ability to uptake it. Um, yeah. Like wildly different. And there's a lot of annoyance here because people can spend like 10 years studying books and then just never get it to anything like what I have quite intuitively. Like, for
1: example, like I, I skipped three years of uh, schooling in terms of like traditional schooling. So I started medical school at 19, which is uh, fairly uncommon in the United States. It's it's doable. Like you can do different six-year programs and this and that. So it's not super uncommon, but it's um, uh, to do three is kind of like a little on the aggressive side in terms of like being young for your age. So I remember being in medical school and like I was younger than everybody else. So, yeah, there's a difference there. Um, actually the interesting thing is like the automatic presumption when you're younger and you're in that sphere is the automatic presumption is that you're a genius of some kind. Like that's, that's what the, that's what people around you will assume. They're like, Oh, you're a little, you know, Doogie Howser or some shit. Like there's this presumption that it's not the presumption that necessarily I just simply worked hard all through all the summers, like, or whatever, like to some extent, like it wasn't necessarily genius. It was just simply like timing things right a little bit and doing a little extra work here and there. But, um. Uh, but yeah, it's
4: like, it doesn't automatically equate your to being like, well, right? like, like to be in that position is quite rare to, to have those opportunities at all. Like, um, I attended a few different schools cause my family moved around. And in the first one, when I was younger, there was like a, I was there for like two years. There was a really good, um, approach to, to kids who did really well. So I was given like books like four or five years ahead, like college age books for maths and stuff. Cause I was a bit of a maths whiz and, and I was doing that. But then I changed schools and there was zero gifted and talented program at all. And I was just treated like any other kind of student. Um, No, no, no. And I kind of like after that point, I'm more or less like daydreamed and zoned out and never really paid attention to work again um, because there was no like identification or um, special focus on high abilities. It was like the the entire expenditure of of the school was like on, on lower abilities, bringing them up. But
1: oftentimes that can be indirectly good because then um, people aren't necessarily like shoehorning you into doing certain things. Hey, how long do you got
11: to hold my hand up?
1: Oh, uh, what do you got to say? You have something interesting going on?
11: Yeah. Let's say you're a top tier doctor. Top of of your class, right? Mm -hmm. And if you were to ask yourself, is there anybody in the world smarter than me? The answer is probably yes. You would probably say, well, maybe somebody who is a coder or a, a, a programmer or, you know, an AI, an AI coder, for example, an AI programmer, right? Because it's, it's your specific knowledge in one subject as opposed to something else. Let's say a mathematician, for example, if you are a top-tier doctor, you can say, well, maybe a mathematician can be smarter than me, right?
1: But where, where are I, we going with this? We understand I all ma- this.
11: So what, what I'm saying is that just because you're smart and you're intelligent doesn't mean that somebody else is smarter than you at something else. And I'm telling you that I'm smarter than you. So,
4: so another, another wonderful thing, but <laughs> what's the point? It's, like it's way, such oh, a oh, bizarre
12: wait, wait, wait. thing to come on and say.
4: So a way to identify people who are maybe um, – Less intelligent is when somebody verbalizes things that are just like unspoken, obvious assumptions in the minds of intelligent people having a conversation. Like, what well, do you want
11: to play chess? Do you want to play chess and prove it?
4: Yeah, we can play sometimes, let's maybe play, not now though. Let's play
11: chess then. Let's play Please some go. chess. Then, we and, when, and when I beat you, you in chess, what's going to be your excuse?
4: Um, I'd, I'd, I'd be like in awe if you did because it's pretty hard.
12: I, it's, it's it's kind of funny it's just, it's just my sus-
1: it's just my suspicion here though that like the the level of uh this uh, conversation just falls immediately you can notice the difference like uh it's like it's like patently obvious that uh like we're just we'll delve into the realm of nonsense w- within moments right like it's just like obvious to everyone that's listening like they're, like, they're, like the point of challenging uh people at this point is what exactly right like what are we going to have like a sit down have a test what ai programming and
11: you guys always go back and forth about random stuff about intelligence and chess and stuff like that and you know when somebody like me is listening to you guys what is
1: someone like you like explain that to me i don't know you you're probably a genius probably you know
11: check check my profile man
8: to yes. some people conversation might not be random though. They might be um, threads going through it. And you actually rug you
11: actually rugged my last account also without knowing who I really am. So that goes to show when you rug people that you're just ignorant. you're ignorant. Rug
3: what? What are you talking about? You um, wrote my other the,
12: account. It's the guy from earlier. His voice is the same. Um, oh
3: God! It's the sexual well, it's, predator. Today. He's back. Jesus oh my Christ! God. Um, I think you uh, asked, you asked me,
11: am I a doctor?" Well, guess what? I actually am. So, you're.
1: A... <laughs> I don't get <laughs> um, like the, the amount of oh, okay. delusional people in this space is amazing. You're a doctor,
8: and you <laughs> and don't can even you, know. Can you how to explain him? chromosomes and, can and DNA? Read,
11: can you read English? Can you see what what my Your
12: profile says? Full-stack software. I've got some news for
3: you, sir. I'm not actually a Muppet. Um, I don't live in (laughs) 1950s noir film. um, And I'm not actually a a developer either. So that's another LARP I put on. But I have to be honest with you, sir. You've come in here and taken a very personal insult to our conversation, a nice open conversation about what it means to sort of like listening to Coach. Coach is actually a very, very good chess player. He absolutely demolished me. And, uh, and so I when am, he put my hands and up so and say that. I,
11: sir, and so I am I.
3: But that's fine. But uh, it's interesting to hear from him yeah, about it, his experience, and, and what it's like from his point of view playing some some very well, nice what chess. About, so, what
11: about my from my point of view if I beat him in chess?
3: Sure, please, the, the please, thing is, please share your experience.
4: Please, on,
11: on. So if I can beat you in chess and I'm smarter. than
4: Hold on. Uh, did you mute everyone, Steffi? I think you did. That was me. Oh, yeah, I was, I was going to say, like, n- nobody was talking about who's smarter or who's not, except that midlife person earlier. We were talking about, like, high competency in certain domains, how it is, like, from your own perspective versus other people's perspectives. We were talking about, like, perceptions of different intelligence levels at, at different levels. Like, how does a dumb person see somebody of 120, 150 IQ? And conversely, like, like, how does somebody of a higher IQ see someone like midlife when they come and claim to be 150? What, what
11: does that matter? What, what's the point of that? This it is interesting.
12: Literally the only reason that we s- had the discussion was because I brought up intelligence in the first place. I wish that I hadn't. It was never supposed to like, like, it, it was nothing. Uh, personal it's not really a pissing match really.
11: You want to have so like, conversation you bring up intelligence. I get it.
4: Well, well, I would what? I would <laughs> <in> my, <laughs> that wasn't I would even the saying.
12: context of the original conversation. And You're one intelligent
11: one you one one and you can't comprehend what the conversation. conversations are about, Guy. This is an intelligent conversation that we're having.
1: No, it's not. No, I, feel so not. I feel stupider because like of this idiot. bullshit you're bringing this up.
12: Is a very combative and not really productive conversation. I would definitely not say that this is intelligent.
11: Mm, we lost I, the open who was very, well, very intelligent. Well, see, that's the difference between...
4: Uh, I wanted, the reason I always start t- speaking is I wanted to give a little bit of advice. Like, if anyone comes into this space and there may be... Um, I don't know, about 110 IQ or something, it's probably a really bad idea to claim that you have a higher IQ because chances are like half of us being in, in decentralized finance and, and quite intelligent on the whole will probably be able to really specifically peg exactly where you are on intelligence just by listening to you speak and generate about three sentences.
11: If I did have a higher IQ than you, what, what difference would that make?
8: That's a
3: hypothetical. What if mm, world, the quality of your contributions to right the conversation now. would be would be very uh, very different? That's uh, that's the difference <sighs> it would make. The quality.
11: Of- the, well, for starters, uh, sir.
1: Speak- uh, first of all, uh, you, there was a gentleman in here earlier with like overt schizophrenia, and you were arguing with him as if you understood this guy and were like like arguing about God knows what. So that's I'm not sure if that's a sign of mental illness in his part or yours. The reason I kicked out King oh, Wabi earlier—definitely not mine. The reason I kicked uh, King Wabi out earlier is because he was literally just making fun of and yelling at this schizophrenic man. Which, uh, uh, you know, if you want to do that to people with mental illness, that's—I suppose—that's your your business. But like, no, you know, no, we don't. were being fairly gentle with the gentleman Here's because he's he, saying, though. So. No. Yeah. So the the point is, like, you you the, like do not claim like all sorts of like nonsense about intelligence when you can't even recognize a gentleman that has overt like mental and is right in front of you, uh, like claiming things and whatnot, and you're arguing with him about uh, a silly noise, right? Like you have to be like more
4: careful about those kinds of things, mm-hmm. right? Like, you <laughs> one of the ugliest experiences of my life, um, Seppi, which is, it, I it was a time I sh- I really shouted at my friend's father my friend's elderly father which was quite interesting so um i went to stay in another country at my friend's house um with his with his parents and um there was a time in which like i went for a long walk with his father his father's asked me like do you want to go for a walk because my friend was out um doing some work and stuff i went for a long walk with his father alongside some like local um Nature walk and and cliffs and stuff, and we came across this guy who was lying on a bench, clearly homeless. Like his clothes had loads of holes in it and stuff, and um, he was clearly living it rough and, and suffering, and and you know probably needed some help and stuff. And me and me and uh, his father walked up to this guy, just just walking past him, and the guy kind of sprung up and started to say um, why he was here and what he was doing. And I was kind of saying, you know, like, how are you like, what's going on with you and stuff. And the guy started saying, I'm waiting here because a black helicopter is going to land here in 10 minutes. And Barack Obama, and I think some kind of celebrity are going to get off the helicopter. And they're going to invite me up to to the helicopter, then I'm going to go to the CIA headquarters. And um, I'm going to help them with various projects, and I'm staying here as an undercover spy to help the American government. And it's really, really important that that you guys like step back a little bit because the helicopter is going to land here. So he went through this this like narrative, and I was just listening. And uh, you know, like with someone like that, you you always want to you always want to give their reality a certain level of space and allow it to be as it is, right? Because it's like it's like their mental story and they're already suffering a lot they're already going through hell and they see things in their own way so it's just of no use at all to invalidate it and if anything people like that are used to people mocking them uh, making fun of them or maybe trying to assert their, their rational brain over them and saying you know your beliefs are incorrect and stuff like that so whenever i experience someone like that i just like listen and, and i'm friendly and i connect on a level of, of like vibe and, and just like friendliness and making them feel good and, you know, taking a, a kind of a, a pleasant curiosity into the, what's going on with them and stuff. And, and, then, you know, and clinically, yeah. medically, Coach, like what we do is like we, we just look for
1: some basic things. Like, is this person going to go out and set a fire? Are they going to kill some people?
4: Yeah, yeah, but he was fine. He was just like, like yeah, rough and, and stuff. And I, no, and I,
1: actually, most of it so, actually had he but, like let me finish it, this
4: one by one this one. age, he probably would have acted out some of those things if he was going to be violent. So I would tend well, to agree. He's probably it, benign. It, he, it, he was. He was like perfectly pleasant and just like kind of um, laughing and, and happy and stuff. And like he was happy that he was finally getting picked up by the black helicopter with Barack Obama. And it was nice. It was really nice. So the, the ugly thing here was that my friend's father, who was about 65 at the time, who I was walking with, I was in my early 20s, um, it's, you know, like, I don't know, uh, however many years ago now. Um, and the moment my friend's father started to hear him talk, he started to immediately disagree and and say he was wrong and say like he was stupid. So my friend's father was like, you know, that's not going to happen. Right. That's just bullshit. There's no reason for Barack Obama to, to, to come here. You're just a homeless guy. Like I don't think you have any connection to the military at all. Um, And he just like got in this weird, uh, it's like the, the rational part of his brain was just so fucking large and and strangely imposing that he just started to assert that, like, none of this stuff would happen to the guy. And it was all just bullshit. And that he was, like, almost like a liar or something for saying it. And I just had to, like, walk away from the guy. Like, I found it so deeply ugly and, like, viscerally, like, intuitively in my body. I felt such, like, a stabbing sensation of, like, ugliness of what he was doing that I just, like, I walked away. And he, like, wondered where I was going. And he eventually caught up with me. And then I just fucking shouted at him, like, like uh, I don't want to go, like, I don't want to go back to it. But like, I just, I was so fucking angry at the way he had like imposed his, his like horrible kind of smug rationality on the guy, and told him he was wrong and a liar and stuff. When he was just this homeless guy suffering, like, probably had been living it rough for years and years, and and this was like, you know, he was in a good mood, a happy guy and stuff. Like, like, what purpose could it possibly serve? to shout the guy down and and tell him like he was wrong and this stuff was stupid and delusive. Like it had zero purpose at all. It was like a pure um, ego thing for him to do that. And I found it so fucking ugly that I like just shouted down my friend's uh, like elderly father. I was so fucking annoyed at him. Like it's, it's, it still remains like now it's an odd, odd experience, but it remains like one of the, 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 the ugliest experiences of my life seeing him do that. Like it's, it's, it's odd. I just, I remember feeling so sick like in my stomach when he was invalidating this guy, it was, I don't know. It's odd. It's, yeah. it's,
1: it's, an, it's a strange thing. Cause like you have to um, like, on the one hand, it's like um, you're, you're not necessarily supposed to feed into people's delusions either. So it's like, yeah, a little so bit of space. Based on is one your
11: thing. examples of schizophrenia and mental illnesses, we're not uh, talking about
1: examples. We're talking about gentlemen uh, that clearly has a okay,
11: well, We're ta- whatever, yelling at. Okay, but what <laughs> I'm saying is when you say that there's an airplane that's going to arrive with Barack Obama or whatever, whatever, you know, crazy example that you can come up with in, in the medical field, we know that certain things are fake.
1: We, we know what in what medical field? What are you talking
11: about? in the medical field when you're when you're dealing with the homeless schizophrenic people who may see things that other people can't see who may make things up in their head who believe different things and what reality is
4: set out to be right we're it that's is exactly what we're talking about we're it we're is not arguing fake, that what he said was real it is considered
11: real. a fake false reality
4: there's a level of discernment here, right? So so, so just because fun.
11: somebody can believe something in their head doesn't mean that it's that it's remotely anything that is nobody of, was of saying natural that, existence. It
12: nobody, absolutely no one was saying that it's real. Yeah,
11: that's no, and what... and Coach said, you know, if you're talking to a mental mm, no. illness that with a schizophrenia and that you're yelling at them in the medical field, it's 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 were... absurd. It's absurd no, to even Sefie say just, that. Why Sefie, would you even
12: say that? Hey, listen for a second. Your Sefie IQ is a maximum of the... <laughs>
1: about seventy-five. I'm, I'm actually sorry to say Sefie's this is a real problem. Just like, the thing we're not that gonna
12: you are hey, just hey, contradicting.
1: Yeah, okay. hold, I, on, let me,
12: hold on. Hold on. I need to me, say something me, because he I, just totally. Sefi just said the words. You, you're not supposed to feed into into their delusion. So I'm not like, where are you on? Where are you getting that? So either the of things, them were saying that it's real
11: the things that you say are contradictory
12: oh my word
4: no there's a there's a level of discernment like the reason i found it so ugly is because
11: like the levels. fact that you think that is ugly is, is 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 a subjective opinion
4: can i just speak there's a level at which it's ugly because you you run it through a, a, like a little flowchart, right you're like is this person going to harm themselves or others no um, can I help this guy in some way? Probably, maybe he needs food or something, maybe something like that. What's his situation? Probably he's been a long-time homeless person. Like, in this specific situation with what he's saying right now, is it of any harm to him, to himself or others, to, to believe this thing? Or You know, it's... It, and in reality... He was, My question
11: I, to you is, if it's ugly, what do you do? He, he's not saying that
1: the, the man that's schizophrenia is ugly. He's saying that... The old man who yelled at him for having delusions was being ugly.
11: So, if someone's false shit is ugly, that's not, dude. Dude, yeah. Mm. Why are you okay. guys
1: I'm kind
12: of like, like, at a loss for What's words? The point? It's, an like it's an ugly stench.
11: It's an ugly stench that you are speaking of.
4: What are you? T- what are you- <laughs> like, free thought speak. But like for me, it's like I wanted to to both. Well, make since it, since we needed to demonstrate what
1: like mental retardation looked like in this space, also you just heard it, so we'll kind know. of move on. Yeah, exactly.
11: Here. Keep calling me mental retardation.
4: Well, Enough in that nonsense, in that yeah, in that next. in that case, <laughs> like like my prime, like I discerned, like there was probably nothing I could do to help the guy, and he wasn't any harm to himself and stuff, and he was in a happy mood. It was a sunny day, um, so you just want to like. Vibe with him and connect with him on the level that that he's happy with, and make him feel good and have a pleasant experience, and maybe make him feel feel heard and listened to, um, and and also maybe offer him some some food or whatever he needs, and like that's that's all you can do. That's that's the the only really beautiful thing you can do. Um, you can be that kind of presence for someone um, in in situations like that. Like it's just it's it's so remotely um, stupid to try and assert that he's illogical or he's delusive or he's thinking stupid thoughts and, and it's all a lie or something. 100%. Like that's that's ugly.
9: No, I totally agree with you.
4: Um
9: I've got a family member that's schizophrenic and I think your approach was really, really spot on. I don't know what the others are talking about, how they misinterpreted what you said, but totally agree with what you
11: said.
1: Yeah. I the-
12: think it's like Oh, go ahead, Sefi.
9: No, I was just going to say, like,
1: there's... What, I, I think what, what the discussion today has largely been about, <laughs> interestingly, yeah. is the difficulty for one type of person, either at different intellectual levels, at different levels of mental health, to identify and actually uh, uh, understand, like, what it is that person's thinking, um, how their thinking processes, like, uh, lay out in terms of, like, rationality. And, um, like you know some semblance of sort of like empathy of course if you have it towards people that have these issues um you know it's like but it, just in this space alone you see just the huge like wide variety of like
11: mm.
1: um human like um sort of behavioral type so to speak right like you can learn a lot just from having this conversation
4: there was some uh, ugly- oh yeah right like so, so the guy came into the conversation he was talking about um taking <laughs> taking down the moon and can you meet yourself demon it's, it's like dogs and stuff. Um, the guy was talking about the moon. I'm going to have to meet you. Yeah. The guy was talking about the moon and the Anunnaki and, and, you know, uh, blue dust in the atmosphere and all kinds of stuff. Um, and, and like, there's a, there's, there's a thing, there's a way you can see him like, okay. So, so I was thinking like 99% of people who listen to this guy probably either dismiss him or they impose their own rationality or they roll their eyes or they walk away or whatever else. Um, But at the same time, like he probably doesn't have many people who listen to him and he probably doesn't have many people who really see the beauty in him. Um, And he's also probably like completely homeless, completely uh, like harmless. Right. He didn't seem like a destructive guy. He was joking around about flamethrowers and stuff, but I don't think he's actually going to like burn down something. He's probably just sitting in a chair, like focusing on the moon and trying to destroy it. Um, There's there's no real. And he's an older guy, like he's an elderly guy. And if he's mentally ill, he probably doesn't have that long left. And also he's probably on in these spaces because he he seeks social contact on some on some way right he doesn't yeah. find it that much in real life probably he's on here to to share his heart and his little ongoing battle and stuff yeah. and i thought that was a beautiful thing like uh,
8: yeah for, i agree for me,
4: for me i saw a lot of the like the the poetry in his soul right so the, yeah. there was the poetry there's dogs the man there was the poetry uh-huh. in in yeah there was the poetry in like seeing his his kind of curiosity like seeing himself as a scientist investigating all of these things doing his own little experiments with with stuff in the bath and drinking it and stuff i thought that was quite beautiful like this experimenter mindset even though it was like structurally his brain was probably pretty pretty warped and and delusive and there's a level of that 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 can't be helped but at the same time there's a there's like this golden thread of of curiosity and and um a wish to help the world and like a wish to understand and be more clear and I thought that was, like, really beautiful to listen to. Yeah. But it's interesting to, to hear people just listen to him, and all they hear is, like, this is stupid. And then they try and act like mm-hmm. a, a kind of mocking, like Wabby was doing this. Oh, do you think a gra- Dragon Ball V, Thornfall? Like, it's, that, that thing just shows, like, immense limited theory of mind to me. Yeah. like To see someone like that who's probably suffered their whole lives and had a, a hell of a time and been quite socially ostracized um, kind of treated in that way I think is really ugly.
9: Yeah, I I think what we've seen in the last few years is uh, the the chap commented about medicine. Modern medicine does not have all the solutions. In fact, it's borrowed a lot of what it does from ancient medicine and ancient techniques and rebadged it, Um, and also that the reality we all have is based on society construct to to a large degree. And so I I, I totally agree with what you said, by the way. I don't know how we got to this discussion because I just – and I thought we are going to talk about uh, Luna uh, <laughs> classic. But um, I suppose it's about how some people are a bit negative about Luna. Um, I'm trying
4: to relate the discussion back to that. Um, Don't bother. Just, just go wherever you like. Okay. T- you know what the title is, D-Man? It's just like a little carrot we put there. People come through the door, and the hope is that after they come in, they won't be able to get out. And the hope is also that, like, like, if we were to put an accurate title, we'd get way less people in here. So it's just like a carrot. You're a donkey, and, and we're winning. Cool. But, yeah,
9: no, thank you for conveying that. I thought it was a really good example. And probably, look, the older generation, they have views about mental illness. Um, my father-in-law probably would have acted in the same way. Um, and I think the only thing is that we have to allow for that. They, they hide mental illnesses and think of it as a, as a bad character defect when really it can happen to any of us and it's it, an illness. Yes. An interesting
1: thing too, yeah, can it happen to any of our uh, family members as well? Uh, an interesting thing too is you'll notice like um, when you have like uh, particularly like groups of people simultaneously having different layers of kind of mental illness simultaneously, uh, all interacting in the same space, that can get very unusual very quickly. This, this is part of the reason why like like, uh in, in the, uh, at some point in the history, like it was more common to use things like mental asylums where like people with mental illnesses were all piled into the same building, which was very noisy and uh, like even messier for groups of people with these problems. Cause like, you know, as it is, it's hard enough to have one person with mental illness among a group of people with otherwise normal cognitive function and like deal with that properly. Even then you have s- high degrees of like um, drug abuse and schizophrenia, you have a high amounts of like home, um, homelessness and such. But um, when you have, look, we pack a bunch of people in the same room, you'll notice that like, you know, people that already have tendencies that are unusual, you put them to uh, with other people that are unusual and you really get drama, right? Like that was like, multiple examples we just saw here and like, and they won't admit it because they don't even notice that they actually have a problem. They're having issues, but Mm. they just have these kind of like this, this wild sort of like uh, it is, there's a reason why like insane asylums got their reputation and were largely closed down
4: in most parts of the world. Like the prison effect too, you know, you go for a small crime and then as soon as you get inside, you're fucking inside. So a load of people like start drugs for the first time in prison after doing, um, you know, time for theft and stuff. And they quickly enter this little world and just spirals and spirals and spirals. It's the same with uh, mentally ill people. If you put them together, they just get worse. Yeah, well, well, not being a psychiatrist personally, uh,
1: you know, I've dealt with uh, quite a lot, uh, both in people that are military, ex-military, dealt with it in people who are suicidal. So like at least some 10% of the people that come to me are for, uh, actually it's probably like 5%, but it's about 5% of all the people that come to me or some form of like suicide or drug overdose situation as a critical care physician. So like, um, you don't have to be like, you don't have to, after hundred thousand plus patients, you don't have to have necessarily a specific, like, um, like psychiatry thing behind your name. Uh, Typically with critical care medicine, like we deal with all forms of, um, not only psychiatric illness, but other things like. We deal with prisoners and uh, folks like that, where we deal with everything from serial killers to rapists, murders, you name it. Like so, the 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 kind of like the wide range of like human existence um, is laid quite bare when you see that many people with that many problems over a very long period of time. It's uh, it, it is very like uh, uh, I, I think like what what is portrayed on television and such is not a very good like portrayal necessarily of like the uh, sort of like true swath of reality, which I think most people would have uh, like a significant portion of the human race, would actually having a hard time, like even f- like uh, seeing what I see on a regular basis, forget about actually like treating people or like being doctors or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Just, yeah, it's an interesting, like
4: um, it, it's a, it's an interesting thing to have to go through all the time, right? Yeah. It's also interesting how low most people's theory of mind is, right? Like, let's say this, the open eye guy just now, like most people don't have a process in their head that is like, how can I help this guy? What is, what would be helpful for him right now? What would be the level of connection with this guy where it'd be, where it's like serve us both. And how can I see him as, as beautiful And, and how can I see his soul as poetic and how can I help in some way? Most people just don't have any of that at all. They they're not in that mode. They're thinking like from their ego structure, from their own beliefs. Like this is nonsense. <laughs> like that's what's it's going. Even, it's even more than that, actually. I think if you put um, if you look at
1: confused patients, like delirious people, for example, and you look at how nurses behave towards confused people, their first impulse is always to figure out how to sedate them because they just can't see it. Like the human mind, like visually, uh, like and auditorily, like you notice like when you are around people with um various types of mental illness it triggers literally every part of your cortex like your brain is just on fire oh, yeah. uh, if you're a, if you're a parent with a child with schizophrenia like the gentleman here um it takes a significant portion of your will to sort of like like almost to the point where you can tolerate that so a, like and the parents who can tolerate it are able to sort of take care of their schizophrenic kids and things like that and actually get through it but a significant portion of families cannot like their their mental sort of capacity to tolerate that is dimin- is limited and that's why
4: homeless rates are so high in schizophrenia. Yep, for sure. There's I think in in most people as well like dealing with from experience dealing with people who have been ill and mentally ill and stuff. Most people when they're dealing with that, they just have a, a straight up stress response and they try to fix it, they get frustrated um they 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 tend to uh on some level deny or dissociate or want to get away they have like an aversive relationship with it where they're very stressed and kind of frustrated when they're near it and then when they're away they're kind of um kind of dissociating and wanting to forget about it like it's it's very rare that somebody has a quality of 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 presence and like a low um stress reaction to it that is truly helpful for the person which is interesting because Probably one of the greatest amplifiers of, of a lot of mental illness is like the feeling of people being stressed around you because you're already really stressed, and also the feeling of having your experience being emotionally invalidated. Right when it's like it's it's what you want more than anything. I think a lot of uh, suicides and things like that happen not because of the not because of like the base suffering of the mental illness, but because of the sense of being uh, emotionally isolated and having nobody understand your problems. Yeah. But when you guys want to make some comments, I think, you know, in Aquaman or Aquastore, we're kind of hanging around. Hey, guys. I hope you guys are doing well. I was just listening for the most part. I work uh, for the federal government in my country and I deal with a lot of drug-induced psychosis. So I was just listening. and It's very, very intriguing.
1: Cool. Yeah. Good hanging hanging out with you. You uh, know, Verse, what's up? Assalamu
13: alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, thank you for bringing me up to the stage. Uh, It was a very interesting, uh, I don't know, observation or analysis on how the humans should interact and treat with each other. I like the gentleman with the lion head, if I must say, because I, yes, I think Coach Bruce, yes. I like like his perspective very much. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. And I don't know what, uh, because I joined in, because I thought we are fighting and we are bringing in swords uh, and fighting with the moon or... Protecting the moon, I don't know, because I come from the kingdom, you know, from the Saudi Arabia, and we have the swords even our flags. So, I have many swords and many bags and many money. So, and also many moons, moonshallah moons. So, what are we? What was the original plan? Because I see that the conversation has been
1: the uh, der- derailed a little bit. Because it's Um, my
13: first time here, I don't know
1: how you. Yeah, in this room, there's no such thing as derailing the conversation. It just sort of goes places. Oh, Uh, you could could argue that today's uh, today's topic is almost Uh, largely Addy's fault. Yeah,
13: understood. Understood. So shall I bring out my sword? We fighting now or not? Sure. Yeah, bring that sword out. Why not? Uh, I have have my sword sword? out. Yeah, I have two swords. Two swords. One on my right hand and one. On my foot because one hand I'm holding my phone, you know.
12: Wait, Absolutely. did you say you have a sword on your foot?
13: Yeah, it's just hanging there. It's just standing. Uh, oh, wow. I haven't even taken it out of uh, from, from its cover, you know, because I don't want to uh, cut myself. It's yeah, very you don't want to
12: hurt yourself or anything. No, no, no,
13: no, no. I'm not suicidal. Don't worry. I'm not yeah. uh, schizophrenic <laughs> neither with mental illness. Okay,
12: I'm well, just pre- I just
13: brought the weaponry to. I brought the arsenal because I was prepared for a fight, you know.
12: Yeah, you came to the right space. I mean, it's right in the
13: top bismillah. I would just wanted to salute you. I haven't, for a moment, I don't know, maybe if somebody has a questions uh, uh, about the kingdom or the, monshallah, yeah, way yeah. of living the life, the halal life.
4: I don't know. Could you, ah. could you do the, the adan? The, the call of prayer? What is that? The adhan, hand, the call to prayer. C- can you do it? I love that. It's my favorite piece of. Um, it's my favorite human sound. If you like, uh,
13: I am afraid that I can. I will disappoint you, but I can do a Mongolian throat. uh, yeah, yeah. uh voice. Okay. You know, try. You know try. the war yell. Yep. Go ahead. <laughs> It's a bit uh, sour because I just woke up by having a drink at my Starbucks. You know, we have Starbucks here in Dubai because I'm uh, in Dubai for the moment. I'm just come for business because Dubai is much easier for crypto than Saudi Arabia. But the Starbucks here is shit. I call it Starfax. you know, Starfax, because mm-hmm. Starfax while we watch the moon, you know, we go for the moon and meanwhile, the stars are fucking with each other. Pardon my French, but just as it is, because you know Big Bang, two stars have to fuck with each other so they can do the Big Bang thing, you know? And yeah. that's it. But it's early morning here. It's the nine nine forty six, you know. Maybe you are in you are in the Ameriki. You are in America, so for you might be late. But for me it's early morning. Too much early morning. So I apologize for my throat
4: not being very ready. No, it's fine, man. Do you do you come from Dubai or are you that uh avoid cryptocurrency tax or like why, why are you in Dubai no I'm I'm coming from originally from the Saudi kingdom
13: I'm a Saudi but Dubai is much easier you know everybody knows that Dubai is more far like liberal more easy more accessible for crypto and for business you know mm. especially for foreigners but we are Saudis we can do anything we want even in America you know with uh, our oil money. Uh, geography and location is not a issue, you know.
12: Wait, so I'm
13: just—I'm
12: just curious. You said it's nine forty-six. Yes. Where are you? Because Dubai, it's like almost one, and then isn't it like isn't it like almost twelve in Saudi Arabia? I'm just curious.
1: But this is uh, a is another. No, they don't. They don't have daylight savings time there. I think.
12: Yeah, well, just I yes. just checked the time. No, but, times no, but I just
13: use my I use my Saudi local time. I don't switch times with uh, ET time and Pacific time and Dubai time. I am just using my Saudi time, you know. Mm. And we are you know, we are one hour earlier earlier than Dubai, even back home, you know.
12: Right. Yeah. I
13: mean, so I I keep it like okay. that like they because I want to have the time flow by with my original time, you know. Not switch countries, not switch time zones. I always time Saudi time zone. But uh, a very good observation, one would say, you know.
1: Uh, maybe you can tell us a, a, a joke in uh, Arabic, perhaps, or some... You mean to translate it for you, or like... It, maybe tell a nice say, joke, maybe something funny, you know, something in Arabic.
13: I will tell you one joke that I heard one day, you know.
12: Can you say it in Arabic,
13: though? No, but it's an English joke, though. It's an African joke. I don't know.
12: Okay. Do you it's have any- from
13: one of the Caribbean countries. I don't remember specifically, but it involves space and the moon. It's very funny. I just saw it on Instagram, TikTok, yesterday. If you want to hear it, I can
4: say it. Can I, can I test your Arabic? Can I test it? I say you some get- words because I, I speak Arabic. That's then, good for you, but
13: I don't speak in Arabic in uh, Twitter space, brother. It's uh, haram for us. You don't have to speak Arabic. You just have to tell me what things mean. Uh, what does, but uh, that's, that's, um, that means that I'm speaking with my mind. You know, if I translate for you, I'm speaking already
1: with my mind. Like, for what? example, what does halal mean?
13: But that's, most, uh, that's very cliche, brother. That's very cliche. Okay, what does... What halal is, is the best way of living the life. It's the purest way of living life. But what you is, don't I bet that you don't know the another term even more important than halal or haram. What about you know? or Bismillah or inshallah? Hummus. No, you don't know Munshallah, for example. Since we're speaking about Luna, you don't Wait, know munshallah. Coach,
12: why don't you give him some actual words here? Because yeah, I have
13: yeah, yeah. uh, uh, a couple. Yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. um our muta I I I will infringe my first amendment rights and uh, okay. I will not uh, comment on that. What because I already you? told you that I won't translate. If you want, I am already respecting give, you. We I speak in give, English. If I you want, you. you can come to my space tomorrow. We can speak in Arabic with my I Saudi give, brothers.
4: I give you a sequence of Arabic words that rhyme, like um, "sharmuta" and armuta. What is that? You know that I know what that
13: is, but don't ask me. Oh, please, sir. Please, sir. Milk? I'm being very kind. I'm very, very kind. I'm so, I so you... tracing myself to speak English. You know, I don't speak English very much.
1: So, looking at your uh, profile, exactly. you like you like milk,
13: huh? I like very much milk. You don't like milk, bro? Milk is good. We have yeah, like got milk. Like, we have cow like milk. Coffee. Milk is uh, is you uh, are you aware of Indian culture? The cows are uh, divine. They are saints. You yeah, know?
1: a little bit. Yeah.
13: Yeah, Milk is, has vitamins, you know, and also it's connected also to my business. So I don't know what I should I put on my profile. You I don't do drugs. I don't do alcohol. I don't do haram stuff. So milk is good. Ethereum, milk right? is, is the childhood memory, you know, the but milk. You, get, but milk. But you gamble on Ethereum, right? You're, you're Max bidding. No, I'm not Max bidding on Ethereum. I don't like Ethereum at all, brother. That's a wrong observation. I'm all about Bitcoin. We are, uh, we are sweeping the floor of Bitcoin with oil money, you know? Because you have a, I have nine have oil a, wells. I have nine world wells back in...
1: But back your in name home. has dot .eth in it, right?
13: But is, uh, what can you do? Is there an ENS address for BTC? It's not. It's easier to remember because I have so many wallets. I if know. I want to send my people or my business associates my wallets, I will forget and mix them up. And have one wallet. Have Luna. One wallet. Have Cardano. One wallet. Ethereum. So ENS is the standard for the moment. When another Web3 standard comes by, hopefully, Inshallah, it's Bitcoin ENS address. But if that will even exist, I will change it. But that yet doesn't mean anything to me. It's just a gimmick. It's a tool, a necessary tool.
1: Yeah, so you shouldn't
13: experience. just see things just like on the first impression, you know, brother. So Ethereum is shit then, huh? I don't necessarily prefer it. I don't like it. I not. I'm not hugely invested in it. We are, I'm original. Uh, well, we are. We were introduced because they, you know, in the kingdom and in Dubai on the circles, it were the first countries that the foreign investors and promoters came to promote their projects and companies and seek investments because since we are rich so we have got to game very early on since 2014 summer so i'm i'm being invested in bitcoin since then i put half of my old money all in bitcoin okay in 2015 14 14 saudi 14 summer of 2014 oh so you're, you're just basically a bitcoin like they call it a whale huh I'm a desert whale, Habibi. I'm a desert whale. Have you ever seen one? A desert whale? Yeah, I think
1: I, I saw a worm on Dune. The movie Dune. Have you seen that?
13: Yeah, I've seen that. It. That's very beautiful.
1: Uh, but that shit would freak very, you out, though, right? Beautiful. If you saw it.
13: But too. I'm not like the. I'm not like the worm because I. I don't. I'm not that big. Or but I like, not what, what if you're in, in Dubai
1: and the, this worm comes out of the ground and like maybe travels into the city? What would you? But do? I'm
13: way too high, brother. I'm on 236th floor. What can it do surprised. with the worm to do to me? Worm can even get to 100th floor. If you are a Bitcoin sand whale. Uh, well, or desert, desert whale. desert well, desert. Whale. Yeah, desert well. Yeah, if you're on the 200th floor, yeah. 236. That's way up there. Only four floors above because I'm not yet that rich because Bitcoin dipped, you know? Yeah. If we were at 40k, <laughs> yeah. I would be at the top of the... Of so do, the you have a, do
1: you have a, like a swimming pool there or what do you have? A pool? Yeah. You have a pool on Swim like the Swimming pool, balcony.
13: yeah, of course there is. There are all uh, amenities here. We have spas, uh, pools, we have smoking rooms, we have harem, we have whatever you want, brother. You know, money. whatever money can buy, whatever man can imagine that's hmm. that's uh, the idea behind that I wanted to say even earlier about moonshallah because in in the Middle East we have introduced to the crypto space a new term we don't say to the moon anymore, you know we say moonshallah, which is a mix between to the moon and inshallah
1: so we use moonshallah oh, very creative
13: very creative. Yes, very creative they are very the space is very evolving so whatsoever the new generation they are being more open to open culture, to technology. We have invested billions and billions to uh, create more, uh, evolving crypto uh, space and uh, startups and whatever investments. So I I
1: was thinking of uh, maybe uh, visiting Dubai and I think Adi was thinking the same thing. Uh, uh, What kind of like um, maybe tourist destinations should we check out there? But you can do practically anything, tourist
13: destination. All Dubai is a tourist destination. Well, Whatever they, like, they have, like we, we can go to Dubai Marina to W. We can go to Burj Khalifa. You can go to Palm Jumeirah. Wherever you go, brother, Dubai is a uh, whole country. It's based on tourism. You remember how it was twenty years ago? Nothing, just a desert without a whale in it. Now it's a desert with skyscrapers and many whales in it, because we created artificial ocean with whales.
12: So what about like um? If I went there as a woman, what do I have to do to not?
13: It depends It depends how you come by because in uh, certain areas you obviously if you are a tourist, you can do practically anything, but you just have to behave uh, grab mm. uh, maintain a little bit your behavior towards, especially when uh, communicating with the locals and uh, you know in public, for example, but you are not forced to wear a uh, hijab or whatever. You can come as you are. But mm-hmm. not uh, like as you are with your on your profile picture, because that will raise a bit of eyebrows. Right. Especially in public areas, but you have impulse girls here and women are always with thongs and bikinis, even topless, whatever. But in certain particular That's areas, not in general, like you can go just out to the street and with your ass out, whatever, or do haram it seems
12: like almost you might be trying to mislead me here, but
1: no, I'm, oh, not,
12: I'm
13: just I'm just it. sharing the truth from the desert,
1: uh, mm. my lady. I mean, you, it's okay to go in, out with your ass out. Apparently, it's all cool. Okay.
12: But so um, like yeah, but in certain places,
1: uh, in certain places, not everywhere,
13: huh? not everywhere as in the West, we have become more more uh, more open to the more uh, emancipated. You know, woman can drive now.
12: Right, women can drive. Two years ago, and they and
13: couldn't drive. You know,
12: walk around with their ass out. Is
13: what you're saying? No, no, they cannot walk with a real house. I would just made a, a comparison. You know,
12: mm, that was a comparison. I, I have to say
13: too. that you cannot come here and walk with your ass out. But you can come and dress in casual way. You don't have to abide by the rules of the halal way of living. You know, as a mm-hmm. local woman. Okay. But in certain places, you can even put your ass out. You know, because many tourists do it. So it's a mix of
1: both, but everything in the right place you, in the
12: right time.
13: You
1: like mean like at a beach or a swimming pool or something? Yeah, yeah,
13: exactly. Yeah. This nah, seems I, like a really a trustworthy
12: to... guy. So, yeah, I'm going to go get some thong bikinis to wear in Dubai.
13: They have many here. They even have so many here in Dubai Mall. Everybody, that, that every maybe five meters in Dubai, you can find the mall. You can find the mall because it's very hot and everybody wants to shop. They have money, they have nothing to do. They just shop, 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 shop. We have I'll many malls here. You can find Hermes, you can hide, find you can find uh, a Fendi, Dolce Gabbana, Calvin Klein, Versace is very good, Armani, whatever. We have okay. many songs okay. and many brands here. So no problem. You just can buy your ticket and just reserve your hotel. You can find anything here. You don't have to bring your song with you. Inoverse. Um,
4: yes, what? sir. What do you think happens when we die? Like what happens? Do you think there's a It depends,
13: a... it depends how you view life itself,
4: brother. If what you believe you... in
13: the afterlife, you, what do you think? think very deep. If you don't believe in it, don't give a to to what,
4: what, what do you think happens?
13: I believe that you go to the afterlife. I believe that you go to heaven. You know? Even if If you, you be- are behaving well, if you are a good wo- a good person, you know? Because if not, you go to Janaham. You go to Janaham. Shaitans will wait for you. You will pay for your sins and your Mm. things that you do wrong in your life. Right. But I don't believe in the moon dust and whatever that guy was speaking earlier. Because I almost fell asleep. I actually fell asleep earlier. And I, I, oh, mashallah, bismillah, I'm wearing a white thob, So I'm safe. I know that if I go to space, the aliens won't take me. I'm not wearing blue. I'm wearing white. Masha I'm wearing white. Always white clothes. Always white clothes. Also yeah, you heard what
1: the gentleman said, right? White is a very yeah, yeah,
13: yeah, clothes. yeah. I heard it. I heard it. I was very happy to hear him. Not being that okay in his own word, but at least it makes sense to me.
4: He made me feel happy. No, it's good. And I, there's there's analogies here as well. Like in a lot of um in a lot of uh, Islamic scripture there is there is talk about the dust the the dust of the ambience of of where the the shaitans um reside and they're full from grace into that dust they're, they're full from from being those who, who fell down the, the jinn to to the the lower realms the demonic stuff
13: a Allah. don't mention their names brother it's too early in the morning to mention jinns. but yeah the desert and the they are all around us. You can see malakims, you can see malaks, jeans, shaitans, whatever. But all things do how you, how you behave, brother. If you are a good person, nothing to worry. Nobody will touch you. If you are a bad person, you can expect everything. Even if you don't expect it, you will get what you deserve. Either in this life, or in the afterlife. That's it. That's simple.
3: Hey, universe. But I don't like to get here. too
13: much into religion, brother. It's, uh, it's, yeah.
3: We're
13: <laughs> <yeah>, trying to <laughs> move away from the I'll religion to open to our up. societies.
3: What do, you, what do you think of the line? About, uh, uh, think the about single Line? What? Uh, the, yeah, the line. It's in uh, Saudi Arabia. It's uh, being built.
13: Oh, the uh, new project. That's totally yeah. a hype shit, brother. That's totally a hype really? shit nonsense, brother. That's Tell me more about it. That that That's not going to be built anytime soon. That's just promotion. That's just a political campaign for Mohammed bin Salman, brother. Don't worry about it. That's what's most, the most stupid idea. We have done too much stupid shit with our much money oil, but that was like extreme. like That was going beyond, like going to Munshallah, you know? So I'll just file my comment. hopefully, nobody from my kingdom can will listen to this space and throw lashes at me and uh, punish me for saying this, but I'll speak my word. It's totally yeah, stupid.
3: it uh I've never seen anything like it before, and um, we nobody wanting,
13: of uh, us ever it. did brother nobody I think has ever seen something like that. And we'll see because I doubt it will get built. So <laughs> nothing. What to makes worry. you say that? Ah, but uh, architecture, engineering in general.
3: <laughs> yeah, it looks out. Yeah, it looks like uh, quite, uh, quite the moon. It's a
13: far stretch idea, brother. You can uh, better. It will be more uh, sane and logical to say we're gonna be a settlement, the terraform settlement in, in the fucking moon itself, than do that. Straight line for kilometers and kilometers and kilometers with a habitat of itself inside and water and uh, artificial atmosphere and whatever mirror uh, solar panels everything in it throw every, the whole world in a straight line come on don't this is stupid bro this is it's a <laughs> stupid idea
3: well thank you for explaining yeah it was uh it's definitely something that would catch your I'm, eye know I'm
13: a far since i I've, I've worked too much with the with foreigner uh, associates and all, I'm a bit like a uh, too emancipated brother. Because if it was a uh, another Saudi here, he will like protect it till the uh, till that he will take his sword out and tell you that was that is the most brave thing to construct in the last century. This was most beautiful. But don't, don't buy into that bullshit propaganda. You know,
12: Jabroni. Um, I see that you joined. Do you have anything to say? It certainly doesn't have to be about this if you don't want to like please really like anything i'm like almost begging
5: <laughs> i was gonna say i have no idea what you guys are talking about I just like that's perfect that's
12: perfect you can please i have no idea either the they're just asking me
13: i am answering but yeah i i will uh gladly and with uh will right. we'll release the stage if somebody doesn't have anything or is not a uh, uh, appreciative of my presence and my thoughts and my words. I just came hey, to hey, say, hey, I, hey, because man. I so thought I were speaking uh, about the moon. Because I like the moon it. very much. I like the moon very much. Don't tell you. Because it the our moon life. is a goal, you know. Even in Islam the moon plays a very important part, is a very high symbolic. And that's also the meaning between Monshallah. I just thought to come in and to introduce you to this new crypto term that we the Middle East has invented. Because everything we get imported for the first time, I, we might actually export something to the outside world. MashaAllah is the most beautiful thing.
5: Well, Arabic and um, a lot of, a lot of very uh, notable uh, was astrologists. Yeah, the moon is there with
13: The stars, very there with much. Of, is, yeah,
5: yes. Yeah, I mean that's a very respectable heritage, man. Don't don't shit on that. Um, Ironically enough, I just started. Uh, I got a new phone. <clears throat> I'm I'm cheap as fuck, but I got a new phone. I had to buy this fucking iPhone 13 for work because.
13: Um, but cheaper. Like, what else can you buy cheaper than that? 13? No, think dude, the 13 is, is fucking expensive. Yet? Apparently, it was like th- yeah, I, it's not with, very cheap, brother. It's good, but it's not very expensive. Eh? Because I. Oh well, shit, a bro, point? I don't know what
5: kind of money you're rolling in, but for me, I was like, motherfucker, I'm paying $1,300 for this phone? Like, damn. <laughs> but um, in any case, it comes with a free uh, three months of, like, Apple TV, which I thought was a meme, but they gave it to me
13: anyway, and I'm like, all right, well... I got that and... as well, but I cannot use it, because every movie that I open, I am not in America. I have to use fucking VPN to watch they are huh. stealing from us. They say you are free, then then it's not free. I nothing's don't understand free. it. I mean, nothing is free. That's that's don't bad, Anyway,
5: there's a show on there. I'm just like poking around, I'm like okay, right, what do they What do they got on here? It's kind of like all right. And um, they got uh the show called uh for all mankind.
13: And I'm like kind of a huge sci-fi nerd, so I well, uh, oh, I've watched that. I have watched that uh, till the fourth season. I watched it. It's with the astronauts. Yeah.
5: Yeah, it's pretty sick. It's like an alternate reality. Um, it's an alternate reality, like or alternate timeline kind of thing. And like,
13: yeah, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it very good. I, I liked it. I enjoyed it the first three seasons. Till that, the the main cosmonaut, the Don't you fucking American ruin kid. it for me, bro? I just okay, started so, this shit. Sorry. Don't you I'll don't just... spoil it? If you spoil it, I'm gonna come over. <laughs> oh, where the fuck sorry. I, I, yeah, you are too hard,
5: motherfucker. You I'll just find started? some oil in your backyard. Oh, I'll fucking. You, do just, it. Started? Don't you, you just started. you think I won't?
13: I thought that you had seen it already. and you were I started watching
5: the show. Mike. Ah, right. sorry,
13: sorry, sorry, sorry. So I'm i was going to end the
5: season one. I'm a, I swear oh, to God. Keep oh, oh, still alive. He's oh, still kicking. We can get his oh, fucking keep cousin going, keep going, Keep going. It gets good. It gets good. It gets very good. It gets very good. It good. gets too much good. I'm very glad to hear that. It gets better. Yeah, great. it gets better. Much better. I've okay. seen it. All I've right.
13: seen it for a season. Okay. I thought that you had seen it. That's why uh, I.
5: No, no, you gotta be careful Story. with that, man. Spoilers is like it's like there's like yeah, I don't want to make a cock block. You and know, then there's it, spoilers. Those, off those off. are like yeah. the two things you don't do. That's haram, bro. Yeah, yeah, cockblocking blocking is haram. Uh, <laughs> that's for sure. Cut blocking is below fucking with a man's
1: vehicle, and
13: yeah.
5: just
1: above spoilers.
13: Yeah, yeah, the same
5: thing. I understood. Sure
1: I'm gonna have to. I'm. I'm pretty sure. This is among the most um, sort of outlandish uh, Twitter spaces like ever. Well, it
5: was uh, uh, bringing it all back to like, you know, Luna
4: and Moon.
12: Mm-hmm. Is
5: all, it's all tied together. There's no. Is Bernie, there have, no- you, have you been here all
12: day? Why are we bringing it to that?
4: What do you mean by outlandish? Can you be specific? Because that's quite offensive.
1: Well, I mean, I think folks can judge for themselves by checking the recording afterwards. Um, yeah, this was a. So, I don't know, this, today's uh, entire conversation was quite the specimen, is all I have to say. Do people listen to this whole thing? You guys are going, like, a long ass time, bro. I don't know how you guys do it.
7: It's like a marathon.
5: Universe oh, can That's all I can
13: say. Well, can I just salute you with one song from the from our kingdom? Please For do, the, Please,
1: please I, do. I can't yeah. wait.
13: We have stolen it from your uh, haram. Uh showbiz and your haram music industry and we have made it halal you know it's the song of starboy from weekend but we have made it halal version it's very beautiful and what i'm not it? even joking brother i'm not even joking here okay
12: can, can you sing it
13: please i'm not singing i'm just playing it on my macbook i'm not a singer
12: okay go ahead and i please.
13: have a bad throat remember i haven't drank my milk yet i have a bad throat i cannot sing i have okay, a sour throat
7: these people laugh
12: about us every day. Not looking at us like we're so
7: mad.
11: And you true, no, know we never changed. Up. Praise God, when we celebrate
0: Allah, yeah, Allah. yeah, yeah, Allah. yeah, yeah,
13: I think it was beautiful. I'm vibing, dude. I'm vibing that shit. That was fantastic. Yeah, it's cool, brother. It's just weekend, but halal version.
5: You know... Uh,
13: yeah, you believe me now when we say that the kingdom is expanding, is emancipating, is innovating? You see though, what you do? We yeah. take everything that you do and we just make it even better. We make it richer more. More spiritual, more halal way to adjust with our way of living. You know, we live luxuriously in life and in spirit, brother. We have merry We are wealthy in spirit and blessings, and wealthy in money. We have everything. The best of both you, worlds. You must
1: certainly return to our Twitter spaces. Uh, numerous. I will times.
13: return, brother. I will follow you. I will. I will gladly enjoy if you follow me back. And I, because I host spaces as well every Sunday and uh, Sunday, because it's uh, you know. The Christianity have their uh, Sunday sermon, but in in our uh, religion, there is no sermon on Sunday. So it's our chill day. So we take a day off and we host together.
1: I don't right. We speak I, with I, our I, communities. I, you, I, I might have to periodically summon you, though. Like, if let's say <laughs> Adi's getting a little bit boring one day, let's say, right? And uh, we need to have some like excitement here. I'm going to bring you in, right?
13: I'm gonna bring my sword, better believe it. I'm Max bidding on my sword. I'm Max bidding. always. No worries, a brother. Thank if you. If so someone else we I will shall nice. bring also <laughs> my friend all my brothers with me. We'll bring all my brothers from the kingdom to me with you. No problem at all. And I expected you to come as well. You can come to my spaces as well. You're all welcome. We need uh, many more people in the kingdom to speak about. Hey. You made my day, universe, that's for sure. Well done, man. That's one mission, that's one checklist for me when I go to meet Allah, you know? If I made your day today, I might leave another day. So you did. Good. Well done, man. Alhamdulillah. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. Hey, hey I got a question for you. Just make it a quick one because I'm, uh, I'm due to... because my chauffeur is waiting for me downstairs. Oh, oh, shit. I have 200 floors to so climb down by elevator. Although it's a max uh, overdrive elevator with 70 kilometers per hour speed, but uh, still I have to wear my slippers and uh, my loafers and uh, use a bit of oil on my face because an SPF to get protected from the sun rays and sun, uh, you know, ultraviolet. And have to get down on business because it's already lunch hour. We're lunching. So so all right, I'll try to be the
5: very brief with this, and hopefully if this is too much of a question, it's too involved maybe next time, but uh
13: first question when, I, well, just a question I have also, when do you host spaces like usually, with uh, what time zone or what which day of the week?
5: I, I'm central time, but i don't I don't really regularly host a space. That's,
12: I think that's for Safi.
13: Yeah oh. yeah for the host for the for the host for the for the the main of the house. <laughs> it's somewhat random um so you'll just have to find this yeah Where i'll, I'll just uh, i'll just activate the notification bill you know i'll just perfect uh, uh, if you idea. set a reminder i'll remind you for your speech you know if i am available and i have some free time uh, if i'm not moonshallah and i'm i will just pay a visit you know yeah for sure so sorry jabroni you can you can ask me because I have only three minutes before I, leave. I will be
5: very, oh you keep it very brief. It could literally just be a yes or no. you can elaborate as much as you want or a little if someone has already visited let's just say um, in near you guys that may or may not be kind of like you know adjacent to Jordan and on the Dead Sea, maybe have a little bit of a, all right, like I'm just gonna fucking say it. If I've ever been to Israel, what, what what are the odds that I would ever be able to get into the kingdom on a any type of visa or whatever? In your opinion, I guess uh, zero, huh? Damn, that sucks. I wish I've uh, wish I would have done it in reverse order. Then I guess I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> uh, Damn, he's going to really ice me like that too, the huh? The
12: silence is so nice, actually. I think we should just enjoy it for a second. It's been so long. Um, I always
0: I mean, think
1: it's funny I mean, that Finn is going to wake up and then like have to index this thing in this whole
4: discussion. Um, uh, I'd like to answer your question. 18. Uh, There is no problem if you visited Israel before visiting Dubai.
7: They, they don't care. It's just like... It's very li- liberal land and they'll let you in and you, ha- you can have fun as long as you behave and uh, don't do something illegal. It's no problem.
5: Yeah. So he's wait, is he in Dubai oh, yeah. or is he in, the, in Saudi Arabia?
12: He's, I think this nice man was answering your question for you. It sounds like maybe he is in Dubai. So there's your answer. Or he has experience with Dubai.
5: Oh, no, I wasn't worried about Dubai. I I think Dubai's probably. Oh, pretty... you
12: were talking about Saudi Arabia?
13: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they got much more restrictive. Um... I don't think so because the Saudi Arabia has already established relations for the first time in the centuries with Israel. So, oh really? I don't okay. Think this is a problem. I haven't seen the news. It's two years already since Trump was in office. Jared Kushner came to, you know, broker the deal and. They gave us the weapons. We gave you the oil and everything. Everybody was happy. Who won most of all? The Jew, as always. So we are friends. We are cool friends right now. Cool, cool. In the states uh, Israel, we are friends. But Dubai don't take don't take responsibility. What happens? I'm Saudi. I'm not from the Emirates. I
5: got you, bro. I got you. That's kind of like
13: how we are with like Florida or like California. But if you are a passport holder of American, you are safe anywhere in the world. Not safe in Israel because. Obviously, it's a hot passport, but a target if you behave strangely or if you are too obvious that you are uh, American, you know. To, I don't know. Man. Because I don't they know think how you how have money takes... and uh, they want to kidnap you and take ransom, whatever. So you anywhere they go, if you go to, even you go to Canada, you just have to be careful, brother. You have to behave, maintain yourself when you interact and when you go to the outside world. Be a good person, don't do anything stupid, then you are cold god will protect you cool man well that's good to hear i'm glad that i uh you think i'd be able to get in there
5: so I, uh, there's some cool stuff out in uh the kingdom and i don't think you guys get nearly enough credit for it
13: yeah
5: i'm, I'm sorry
13: but i i'm just uh, do it to leave right now i enjoyed the space i enjoyed speaking with with you i hope that next time i can catch the show even earlier so we can understand and speak even more about the Cryptos and everything else, but it was nice either way. I wish you all to have a best night or good night. Alhamdulillah, Monshallah. My best wishes, brothers and sisters. Don't forget. Alhamdulillah. 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 Monshallah. Don't forget. uh, I want to see many hashtags of Monshallah. If I tweet out Monshallah. Let's get the Middle East into crypto space because we have been out. We have been out out, all this time. We want to bring Middle East to the space. We're going to bring Middle East to the crypto space. Let's motivate a little bit the people there. Because we have many money. Much money. Let's throw that money to the market and if I tweet it, out MunshaAllah, uh, if you do that, brother, and tag me, I will send you my Falcon and many gifts to you. Okay. Cheers, it's... everybody. Uh, alaykum
1: salam. Salaamu Alaikum. Bro, are you guys all on the West Coast? Like this is really colorful. Um no. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, I know there's other hands and stuff, but you know what? I do need to get to bed. Like, <laughs> it's like 4.20 here. Yeah. I'm, I'm with it's Jabroni like, here. Yeah.
5: Fuck, it's like late. You guys are guys are up pretty shit.
12: Jabroni, like, it's like you're shocked every single time. Like
4: I'm on meth. I don't know what you guys are doing. I have a little thing where if anyone asks me to speak and the AI detection um, detects that my name has been spoken, I've got like a, a thing going from my computer, which is a little uh, electric shock thing connected to my penis. And it zaps it and wakes me up if anyone wants to hear from me. So like I'm asleep like 90 percent of the time, but then I'm here if anyone talks to me.
12: So if we just kept saying your name over and over and over again, it Please would just do be that. stalking you?
4: Please don't do that. Catch Bruce, catch Bruce, catch
12: catch
4: <laughs> That actually feels pretty good, so, like, yeah. Damn, oh. dude.
5: Well, anyway, um, I think I'm going to go to bed, but uh, it was good popping in here. You guys have a fantastic evening, and uh, stay out of trouble now. But uh, I'm sure I'll see you guys next time. Yeah, Thanks for the, get the you kind guys.
12: words, jabroni.
1: If we didn't get to some of you guys to cop up here, then uh feel free to hop on next time we have one of these. If you're following any one of us, you'll probably find your way to our spaces. Uh, uh you know, usually there's some sort of hijinks going on. So um yeah, we'll see how it goes next time. Um anything else, guys?
7: Nope.
1: No. Salim <laughs> Malik
12: say? <laughs>
3: Ha! Alhamdulillah. Oh, coach, you should uh, sing us out, maybe.
4: Go for it, Bruce. I never volunteered.
3: Robin, you're the singer
8: here.
3: I never sing. <laughs> oh, I uh, I'm about to fall asleep, but that was that was a good scene that he did the the hug. hug, hug, hug. <laughs> that was terrible. Good night, everybody. Good night. Steffi, Coach, Addy, everyone else.
1: I have fun. (laughs) Or actually, don't have fun. Just go to sleep. Jesus. Steffi,
12: please end it. Please.
0: Okay. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was part two of the two part sci fi space, The Sword versus the Moon. Recorded on Monday, September 12th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And the blocks came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal? I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the hubble